Uh, Joe said he was going to hold up the show, and it looks like that's exactly what's happening. Samoa Joe is shutting down Monday Night Raw. Talk about a river of ejaculate. And, and I, I don't think anyone's going to come out here and argue with him. Volume I have never seen in my lifetime. Ladies and gentlemen, Raw is officially shut down. How are we? How's life? How are your penises? Uh, quite flaccid at the moment, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Flaccid and unused. Flaccid and unused. Graphic. Graphic. Uh, wow. Yeah, w- right off the top. Um, if you, too, like Twitch, go and follow our good friend Deliverance on Twitch. He's just set up his channel. He's starting to stream. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Deliverance 77. Um, if you're in the Discord, you'll see the link there. Give him a follow. The hardest thing to do at the start is to get those 50 followers. The other two parts of getting affiliate are easy. You just have to stream enough and have a certain amount of concurrent viewers. That's fairly okay. Um, but the 50 followers took it. Well, we did it fairly quick, uh, but we had people that was that were looking after us. So um, it's not easy to do. I have heard that he does give complimentary reach arounds for every new follow. Mm-hmm. Up to midnight tonight, so you know. Up to midnight tonight. <laughs> now that would be midnight Saturday night because this podcast won't be posted until Saturday. Oh yeah, but you've yes. got to do two days, two days of hand jobs there, Craig. Yeah, yeah, two day, two days of it. Uh, yeah, so Sean's followed there. Chicken has. We've all done it, I believe. I've done it from the two accounts. So yeah, get him to his fifty. And you still have my uh, AEW heels account. All right, to be there fair, you go. Craig probably can handle it because he's used to that extra girthiness, you know. He's got a lot of courage. Yeah. yeah, if anyone set up uh, any fake, <clears throat> any fake accounts for us uh, to help us get to 50, do it for Deliverance there as well. Throw him a follow. And he'll, uh, like us, will let you down and not make it up to you. Because that is the key to Twitch. What we do, baby. Uh, Final Fantasy VII and Metal Gear Solid 2 next week. So give him a, give him a follow. Uh, I'll hope to catch them live. But uh, work going to be busy for the next few weeks. There seems to be a certain Black Friday coming up, so it could be uh, Deny Friday. Yeah, Deny Friday. Gotcha. Some form um, of Bundaroo. Uh, Gordo, will you leave the call and jump back in again? You're breaking up a little bit. I have a feeling That's it could it. be some underwork VPN. So uh, uh, fix that then, and I'll see you yeah. in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing the thing that's breaking things. Yeah. How are you, Fitz? Do you know what? I'm actually not too bad. This week dragged like a whore's knickers, but uh, I got through it. Uh, I'm proud of myself for that. Uh, I didn't murder anyone. Uh, I thought now Wednesday morning that it was liable to happen that I'd have to be doing this uh, from the comfort of a prison cell uh, awaiting trial for um, multiple homicides. But I restrained myself because I'm a decent human being, uh, ultimately. Uh, Surprising to me, too, but... uh, Fairly nice of the prison service to let you bring in your gaming PC and your whole setup. Yeah, but you look at prisons these days. You're, you're, you know, you have to treat people fairly with respect and all that sort of stuff. Sure, doesn't everybody have a, a TV and everything in a prison cell these days? That's what TV you know, is I, me to believe. 
that's the thing i don't watch tv so if like if that was one of the comforts of prisoners would they let me bring in my gaming pc do you know why, why not what if i don't like sports or what if i don't like tv what if i oh, like what? say metal okay. gear solid <laughs> <laughs> they like cigarettes so maybe they don't like bread maybe my family likes cigarettes yeah exactly hey yo hey oh hey did you see uncle paulie on dark side of the ring he also goes by the name of uh, Dave Meltzer. I posted a picture of it earlier. And he looks like a fucking mob boss. Whatever way they lit him. And the way his fucking shoulders are out. And like he's like, man, <laughs> you're going to get the kiss of death. Meltzer looking jacked. It's great stuff. Great to see it. Mm-hmm. He'd know all about those steroids, wouldn't he? He would. He would, of course. To be fair. Now, look, before we go anywhere. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, age before beauty. Go on. <laughs> that's that rule always screws me over um <laughs> so we were here just chilling and we were waiting for gordo to shop um as he was customarily three hours late as usual as is tradition and um has he come back yet gordo yeah oh yeah you're somewhat back perfect um we found ourselves talking about house prices uh more kind of rent prices basically we found ourselves a house in an area of galway uh, for was it 400 and some 460 euros a month and it's a bedroom slash kitchen now you've i've seen calling it a kitchen is very generous now steve okay it's a bedroom with kitchen utilities in there so you've got a tiny little bed crammed up against the wall you have then your bedside locker on the other side of the room because there's no room for it where the bed is on top of that is a mini fridge on top of that mini fridge is a microwave and then somewhere tucked in there there's a little ensuite bathroom but the kicker is what Deliverance pointed out. There's a little light beside a kettle on some sort of nightstand or something. That there isn't even a lampshade on the, on the lamp. Money's they won't even give you a lampshade. Lamp Money's too tight for lampshades. That thing is a fire hazard. That whole situation is just... <laughs> and they're expecting that much money. They got some 500 quid a month to live in... Oh, it's insane. But that's the problem, it yeah. This country's fucked. Yep, the world's it's a shit fucked. show. It's a shit show, lads. Uh, Harry well, Maguire. Well, uh, speaking of should be cancelled. <laughs> Man, I'm going to make some statements here today. Oh, you're going to do Man United. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going full fits on this. He's not good enough for Man United. Simple as. Whatever that quality level is, he's not there. Um, he's not good enough for the Premier League. He is not good enough for the sport of football. And is he good enough for life? I don't know. I don't know. Wow. Wow. You're going full Terminator on him. All I'm saying is I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. Okay, let's let's sit by the pool and fantasy book this, right? With a a degree of realism, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. How do you manage the situation? You know, if you're you're the owner of Man United, God help us all. Lone of depression. Do you trust Ollie to get them out of this mire? Do you sack him? Who do you replace him with? And what changes do you make in the next two transfer windows to fix the obvious problems of defense and center mid? You know when gun fever was running through, uh, through Springfield and um, Mo Sislak was teaching his class on how to turn one gun into five guns. That is basically what I would do in the dressing room. You know, just clear out a lot of that. Do you know what I, I, all jokes aside, I actually think Roy Keane should be brought in. And wow. I think you'll find out. I think you'll find out. I don't don't necessarily mean the manager, although there's some players there that can do it right, Keane. 
I think uh, bring him in where Michael Carrick is. I don't know what Kieran McKenna and Michael Carrick are really offering here. Either they're doing nothing or Ali isn't listening to them or Ali's doing nothing and they, I don't know what they do. I don't know what they offer. Why wouldn't you bring Roy Keane in? Ali's good uh, friends would. For one reason, Sir Alex Ferguson still runs the club. It's fair. It's a fair point. But I think... Um, I think a character like Ollie's great. I really like Ollie. He's a legend of the club. Um, I'm though I wouldn't be Ollie out. I think there's better ways to do it. I think there's no point now anyway. The season's over. What difference does it make? You might as well spend the season looking for the right man. I don't think there's any point in getting rid of him. Can you talk but, Carlos Queiroz into coming in in the coaching capacity? Can you talk Roy Keane to come in with a hurl <laughs> and just clear a few of these fuckers out? Would you uh, imagine the likes of uh, Anthony Martial trying to take instruction from Roy Keane? Oh, Roy Keane would go through him for a shortcut. Good. That's what's needed. There's too many players like Martial on that side. There's too many divas. Um, yeah. I, I Paul Pogba, think... and I am not a Pogba, I'm not one of the big Graham Suness style Pogba critics, but he came off the bench and we were 4-0 down. Did he need to make that challenge and get himself suspended for three games? How fucking stupid was that? And it should have been th- I, it should have been three red cards. That was such a red card. <laughs> I, I cut him a little bit of slack. He came on in that game and he tried to do something to spark the team. He obviously he didn't away mean, for the fifth. He didn't he didn't mean to go in hard on him and didn't mean to go in dangerously. But I think no. Pogba would be one who'd react well to to Keane. I think they would actually get on. Because a, I think his agent uh, would react well to Roy Keane and he'd have him out of there in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> well it, it, it depends on what Pogba is more interested in is it money or actually mm. proving that he's a world class footballer I like Pogba I think on his day he's a fantastic player I think a lot of them on their day are a fantastic player Sancho YouTube. can't even get a game YouTube footballer YouTube footballer uh, remains to be seen I haven't seen he's only had a couple of games so I won't hang him out to dry yet Donny van der Beek has had six minutes of football all season I mean, we'll change this weekend out of necessity. They don't have many fucking fit midfielders. If you, oh, he'll fucking he'll tape McTominay and Fred together, and they'll still play. <laughs> One of all his big faults is this McFred situation. If you, and, uh, for context, and not there anyway, so you know. For for context, uh, Sancho has had eleven appearances for United so far. So it's more than just a handful of games at this point. Yeah, I said Champions League appearances and stuff as well. Three three Champions League, seven in the league, and one in the Carabao. Super. Good stuff. And he's Um, done. I guarantee you, I've probably heard his name mentioned (laughs) in four of them, and they were probably all when he was getting subbed on or off. Yeah. And I just saw chickens keep Ollie, give him time. I think a lot of people want Ollie to stay. (laughs) It was a beautiful day. It was a beautiful day on uh, Sunday. Yeah, well, I think everyone knew, everyone saw it coming. Um, you know that United side were in for a hiding. It was going to happen, uh, and you saw it the way Liverpool. Yeah, you could see what Liverpool were playing like the last two weeks, and you're like, oh, if Maguire puts in a Maguire, Shaw, and fucking Lindelof play like they did against Leicester, we're in a lot of trouble here. And sure, you knew it. The five minutes in, the game was over. You straight away, and and we were lucky to get away with five because <laughs> Liverpool literally just kept the ball for half an hour. I think I texted you going, I can't remember the last time we had the ball. Yeah, so I think you can't remember the last time we completed a pass, I think was something you said like there five you go. minutes ago, yeah. Well, that's an evergreen tweet. Well, that's but, um, <laughs> uh, I don't know how you get out of this. Um, people paid more money than me to figure that out, but Steve, I don't think Conte is the to, answer. Um, you're looking forward to the big game now this weekend, El Sacchio, United versus El Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> Loser gets sacked. <laughs> P45 on a pole match. Yes, quite literally. Um, I, I kind of want yeah. to lose. 
You want Nuno out? I don't. I don't even know at this stage what it would take to fix Spurs. Uh, it's 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 a depressing time. At least with United, I know they'll spend money. It mightn't be wisely, but they will spend money. I worry about Spurs. Would they go and spend crazy money to to dig themselves out? United will try and fail, as they have already a few times since Fergie left. But I don't know. Like Spurs, what do Spurs like, do? There, there's so many good things with Spurs right now that it's just I don't know if it's just a mentality thing, if if it's a, a lack of tactical decisions going into games. Um, but I think we're like one or two key pieces away from genuinely bringing a top four team again. Like we're not going to be at the the Chelsea's and Liverpool's and cities of the world, not including United. And that sorry, Steve. No. Um, but like, that's the three uh, best teams in Europe. There. So. Yeah. Like look at Kane. Like he's playing at seventy five percent of last year at a maximum. He's so looking. He looks so disinterested, uh, and he needs to cop himself on fairly quick. Um, but other than that, new Romero off the pot situation. Under- Exactly. Um, we've Ollie Skip, who's come through from the academy, who's been fantastic this year. I have a new lad, Sar, who's on loan back at his old club. He could be coming in next year. He's a good player. He's a very Your good man, player. Uh, I really like Heiberg. He's a serious player yeah. you have there in midfielder. He's a, he's a tidy, tidy player. There's so many good, like it's like United to a degree. There's so many good individuals that if some manager can come in and get them playing together as a yeah. team high tempo, high intensity, attack minded. They could be a threat against anyone, but yeah. Nuno just doesn't seem to want to be to let them off the reins and let them go at it. And it's too negative, too defensive, too passive. Which pass, is surprising because Wolves were in your face. Like they were they were not a team that sat back and, and soaked up pressure. They were at mm. you the whole time. Um, they, were, they were lucky enough that they had enough pace out wide that they had they had yeah. banks that sat and then they had the boys who'd bomb forward. Like like Adam, Adamo was literally a wing back more so than anything but he was always so far up the field because he was just so fucking quick that you know who fell on ball he was going to get to it like he's the definition of vertigo that fellow though he'll just run at you and then there's just no end product there's just oh, nothing yeah. there when he gets up there but anyway we'll move on from football um, no no I just, one last thing I was going to say is that the mm-hmm. Christian Eriksen story he's um officially he is medically cleared to play again oh. but he's not allowed to play in Italy because of some stupid rule they have Preventing players with uh, like a temporary pacemaker. Oh, it's the Daily Blind like, situation again. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So he could become a free agent. And, you know, assuming that, you know, he does pass all the medical tests could be a huge asset for oh, him. Oh, no. United are going to pay him 400 grand a week to come play for us. No. <laughs> that would be a fantastic signing for you. Oh, I'd rather we focus on younger lads, but yeah. He's well, going need- to United. He's going to rock up to United and make. Seven million a week, isn't he? The, if the first player United should sign, I'm not even going to mention a person in particular, but it has to be a, a Kante style player, yep. a centre holding midfielder who can mm-hmm. protect the defence. You haven't had that in how long? Carrick. Roy Keane? Carrick was Carrick probably the closest to him, but, closest, but do you reckon then, um, Mikel Essien has any kids that are around 18 or 19 <laughs> that can play a game of football? Quite possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I love Dessian. Fucking oh, beautiful. what a player! What, the animal. Okay. Slight segue away from football, mooring into the alleged part of the world. So, Paul Scholes likes biting his daughter's toes. What in the fuck was that about? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? I don't know. What the absolute fuck? I, like, well, at least, I, at least the game on Sunday wasn't a nail biter. But um, oh, hey. <laughs> um, anyway, 
I have to find this and share this in the chat just so people know what we're actually on about. But uh, this was fucking horrific. I saw this literally last week as I was sitting down to Bertita Chinese and I almost like, got sick. Oh, nasty. What is happening? It's his daughter. That's his yeah. daughter. Now, What's he doing? Biting her nails? Yeah. What the now, fuck? not going to lie. Daughter? Oh, yeah, the daughter's savage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not going to lie. I definitely would. Yeah. Oh, fucked up. That's, it's, it's so fucked up. Anyway. Oh, uh, stop looking at it. I can't. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, so wrestling happened this week. Ah, no, fuck, talk, talk, fuck talking about wrestling. The Packers fucking won last night. <laughs> One of the craziest fucking things I've ever seen. They had like, I'm pretty sure they literally got a hobo off the street to fucking play at fucking cornerback. And he ends up getting a fucking interception to seal the game with 10 seconds to go. What a day. I've been oh, fucking no. celebrating all day. It's been great. Is it the last dance? Oh, if it is the last dance, that's probably like the equivalent of the flu game or something. It was, oh, it was incredible. <laughs> uh, oh. You were so convinced going into this that you were going to get railroaded, rammed I, up the behind everything. Uh, I was I was worried, but I, I'm pretty sure I also said in the super secret Twitter chat that I will never count out Aaron Rodgers, ever. Um, oh, you can't. Because that man has done so many amazing things down through the years that like you can never count him out. He's going to do something fucking ridiculous. And uh, yeah, he didn't have his own usual kind of game, but just proper game plan. Just chipped away all night. And yeah, fucking. Your two running backs looked fantastic in the highlight package. They were they were fantastic. They were amazing. Uh, you'll be you'll struggle to keep Dylan next year, I think. If uh, uh, he's got two two more two more years in his rookie deal, so they should be all right. For next year, nice. at least. It'll be the year after that'll struggle, I think. Yeah, I'd be interested to see where they go with shit. But, uh, yeah, oh, it was just what a night. It was, it was worth staying up till five o'clock. I'm being fucking wrecked tired oh, today no, for it. Uh, and because of the excitement of it, I, I was literally pacing in the fucking sitting room at five o'clock this morning when that interception happened. I jumped up off the couch and was pacing. It was <laughs> kind of embarrassing. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, what a uh, fucking just- fun night. Just for a bit that might come true, my PC has crossed the half hour mark, I'm fairly certain. And uh, now you've jinxed I, it. That's what I'm thinking. I might crash any minute. So if I crash, I'll be right back. But I think I might have fixed it. Wait. It's going to crash. I know it's going to crash because I said that, but I think it's fixed. How did you fix After it? After all, two nights of work. <laughs> did you try turning it off and turning it back on again? You see, that was the problem. That, that I had to keep doing that. But it's the weirdest <laughs> thing. So I had to... It'd crash around the half hour mark every time. Uh, so it could be something as simple as me. Literally the other night, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday night, I was just checking my emails. The only thing open on my PC, which is a beast of a fucking PC, was Discord and one single Chrome tab, just me deleting emails. And it crashed there around the half hour mark without fail. Then the next night, Kira was playing The Sims. And that thing, the, the PC sounded like it was going to take off. She's playing at full screen and 4K and all the graphic settings on and everything. And I and it crashed, and I was like, "Oh!" She was like, "Oh, it was sounding really loud. Maybe that's what it was." It's like, "No, you could have been just on Eurogamer like I was the other night, and I just yeah. crashed." All the carbon copy of Phil Bab. <sighs> yeah. So uh, basically, what's been happening is it'll crash on the half hour mark, and then I'll I'll just you know hard reset it, and it's fine again. I could sit here for ten hours streaming in four K, with. 10,000 programs and Chrome tabs and everything open and I would have no issues. But for whatever reason, it crashes on the half hour. 
So Rory oh, was see. sending me tips, and I think it's fixed. What the people really want to know is, what sort of freaky deaky shit were you looking at to cause so much fucking HIV this onto is, your PC? This is the best part, Fitz. I have looked after this PC better than I look after my own body. Right? I go on nothing much. on this. I know. What? <laughs> <laughs> I go on nothing on this. I use this for podcasting, playing games, and uh, streaming. I maybe building else. a little fort. Maybe, and maybe building a little fort. I don't do anything on this. I don't stream any dodgy links. I don't stream wrestling on this. Nothing. All that's done on my Chromebook where no matter, you can throw anything at it and nothing happens. <laughs> it's, you just reset it or power wash the machine and you're back to normal. I've been very careful with this. Haven't done anything out of the ordinary on it. And uh, this is the one that's giving me trouble. But I think it's fixed. Could also just have been, fixed. I don't know, probably just a fucking Windows update on some fucking weird shit to it as well. Possibly. It's like the time that, the, do you remember the time the Bluetooth just disappeared out yeah. of nowhere? And then it just came back out of nowhere. <laughs> I was I, like, okay. I had one, what, six months to a year ago where Windows updates just literally, my sound completely stopped. Mm-hmm. Just completely fucked my sound drivers. Like they were gone completely. <laughs> I don't know. Weird. Yeah. It's I love Windows. Weird. Love Windows. Yeah, um, I uninstalled a load of stuff. No. <laughs> uh, I got rid of voice meter because with this kernel, what's it called? Kernel 41 error. Um, it, uh, it's related to audio drivers sometimes. Other times it's related to graphics drivers, but I'd no graphics drivers to update. And then I went into the nvidia thingy and i said there was a new driver as of two days ago so it wasn't that because it's been happening for weeks so the combination of everything fixed it basically what a time so, to be uh, alive fall guys as cans here we go and hopefully oh. nick will be back in his new house by oh, then this doesn't have his can yet fuck only a half a can uh, it's, it's you have the good half of the can the top, the half, top half so we're all good we're Way. all good nobody will notice Ring of Honor, Jesus. Right, so that we've cut uh, Raw off the show. No Raw talk. I don't even remember what happened on it, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, Ring of Honor released everyone. All the wrestlers. All the everyone. Yeah. This is the bus flip of of bus flips. Yeah. Uh, Horrible. Uh, uh, From a selfish level, from the Irish point of view, we never got to see uh, what Martina could do. Mm. That sucks. In a major promotion, you know? I have a feeling we will. Well, like, she's very unique. And I mean that in the best possible sense. You know, you don't see many people out there that has the persona and charisma that she has. Um, Absolutely. She had had a gimmick that no one thought could get over outside of Ireland, and it thrived. Yeah. and you just happen to be good at the graps as well. Mm. Let's throw it out there. Would Tony Khan try and reach out to Darude and get the fucking rights to Sandstorm? Uh, he needs to go talk to Mark McCabe. That's what he needs <laughs> to talk yeah. to. <laughs> no, <laughs> Mark, so Mark McCabe, the problem is Mark McCabe doesn't technically own the rights. No. Because it's the cover. Oh, because it's a cover, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. So that's where the issue lies. It wouldn't be with him, and that's where the problem starts. But mm. uh, yeah, t- Tony Khan has been known for to you know splash the cash when it comes to stuff like that get a bit of sandstorm or even you know, a bit, a bit of chesto cascada any of that stuff you know endless uh, possibilities send their pending through april um a lot That's of people will be finished who are, yeah who are yeah, contracted into the year anyone who's contracted and due to end this year will get paid until new year's eve and that's it yeah which isn't bad they've paid them all through this all through the 
the pandemic, they only had a couple of shows that I'm aware of. I could be wrong mm-hmm. on how many they had. I feel like they've only had a couple. Yep. They uh, had fair play. Fair play yeah. to Ring of Honor, though, in general, though. You know, yeah. Unlike other companies, aka the Fed in Connecticut, they decided to keep paying their people all the way through the pandemic, not let anyone go. So, major yeah. respect for that. Same well, with New Japan, kept- the executives. The executive uh, took pay cuts to keep their top stars paid. We kept paying their people through the pandemic. They just decided not to keep paying all of the people through the pandemic. <laughs> they just decided to pay them for 90 more days and no more. Yeah. They just decided to pay um, the people they talk to provide something for the business. Just, needle movers. Just the needle movers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. so, That's me uh, devil's uh, advocating, by the way. Um, nothing, did, but, nothing but love for what Ring of Honor done. It was, it was fantastic. And the break, did, was did, it? they're taking a break until like April, they said, or something, isn't it? And then, yeah, they're not coming back. Did you, you hear the story that Meltzer was gone. talking about? Yeah, Meltzer had says that um, the plan is for them to use non-contracted talent, like in indie again. But they're running TV 52 weeks a year. They're not going to be able to do that with non-contracted talent. They're, I don't think they're coming back. Don't think they're coming back. Uh, it, like, we, we have to wait and see, really. Obviously, they're releasing everything from their contract to give to buy themselves time to really renew and rehone what they're actually going to be and stand for as a company. They, they could come back with a, a whole new persona, new development. NXT 2.0. 2.0 did something similar, you know, so it's, it's quite possible that, you know, Ring of Honor could do something. They've got a fucking a tape library that would rival anyone else's in the industry. So they, they have a foundation to, to build from um, if they use the whole, you know, we are the home of professional wrestling, how AEW oh. have kind of stolen that recently. Um, I see what I'm, I'm definitely willing to give them the, the benefit of doubt and seeing what they do and what happens next April. If nothing comes from it, fair enough. But uh, let me throw a theory out there then. Why are they selling the tape library if they're coming back? Are they though? They are. That's up for the highest. But that's the story that it's there for the highest bidder. Allegedly. Um, I think I the only reason they announced. I think the only reason they announced a show for next year is to give the company some sort of. You know, we're still here. The tape library is still. We're valuable to us because if they were closed, mm. the tape value, the tape library is valuable to no one. They'll just Gunsh. sell it to whoever. I'm going through a potential theory here as a not not a theory but a hypothetical here. If you are Tony Khan, great, instead, so much money, of, so all the oh, money to live in a house for five hundred so, euros and once, knock in a car where I have a fridge on top of my bedside locker. Once, <laughs> once, once you have Martina and her entrance music sorted for Dynamite every week, this is important. Yeah, that's the most important part. But once you have all that sorted, do you go obviously go after the tape library, get that, but also get the name and have that be your developmental. And so instead of running your dark and your dark elevation. You keep the Ring of Honor name because there's value to the Ring of Honor name. There's a lot of prestige and kind of history behind that. And that's where you have your kind of your up and comers or you have the guys that are going to be primed to be the next guys on AEW. You just take them off TV for a couple of months and you put them down to ROH. They have the lineage then of being able to call themselves a Ring of Honor champion when they come back up to AEW. And they can also get their reps in, working a different loop to your main TV, but also working a TV setup. What you're yeah. saying is they're going to need the Ring of Honor zombie. Yeah, yeah, Ring of Honor zombie. Mm-hmm. On sci-fi. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, it's just a thought, though. It's something that, you know, if they were looking to come after the tape library, why not go after the name as well? Just for the value of what that brings, and you could use that as your own little kind of, like how WWE have their deal with Evolve, you can do your own little thing with the Ring of Honor name, and as I said, use it as a chance to get, because let's be honest, 
there's guys in AEW that need reps. Why not have them getting reps in a controlled environment where you can kind of control the narrative of what's going on with them? I think uh, for the launch of the AEW network, whenever that'll be, having Ring of Honor on there is a added value. It's probably yeah. worth just as much as an AEW network, having all, all that on there. So it'll be in, I think if the WWE network still existed outside of Peacock, they would be they would be all over this. That the money tick would tick would be on the table. Yeah. But now that they get like, you know, they get paid for Peacock regardless. Do they do they even want it? Is well, all the DVDs of all the guys they have is You have to remember that this is the current owners of Ring of Honor Sinclair Media, a TV publishing company. Mm-hmm. They aren't exactly going to be enthused with selling a potential lucrative video package to a rival in Peacock. Mm. So, you know, they're more likely to sell that to someone who's going to have an independent uh, network uh, off of mainstream media, which is likely what AEW will do if and when they ever do that. Plus, Um, don't forget, who owns the the media rights and uh, video rights to All In? Yeah, it's Ring Ring of of Honor. So there's a there's an, an extra nuance there as to why AEW might want that video package if it's for sale independent of the company. But also, like Gordo said, I think that if the company is for sale and if the, the, the rights to Ring of Honor, the entity is for sale, I think AEW could do worse than actually buying it and taking in a, an awful lot of good people. Um, you know, you've got the likes of, you know, Ian Riccavani there as, the, as a good commentator to bring in. Uh, I think everyone would agree he's one of the best at what he does. Yep. You've got Chris Hero, who works as a producer for them. A great Chris wrestling Hero under mind. the AEW umbrella. Oh, oh, stop. My penis can only get so erect. <laughs> yeah, but then you've got some uh, other people, uh, you know. Gresham. Gordo. Uh, no, I was going to say Mike and Maria Canellis. you know. Oh, fuck right <laughs> off. <laughs> fuck right <laughs> off. And when you get uh, there, fuck off again. Those fuckers have been getting paid for four years and never worked a day. Don't go say they're getting paid out their fucking contracts. Like. Nothing. <laughs> fuckers. Uh, but no, you, you've got some good in-ring talent, and I'm not going to joke around by saying the Canellas is is again. But you've got obviously Martina. We're partial to her, obviously. Uh, Roxy, the new champion over there, she's going to be a star no matter where she ends up. Um. You've got other guys that would be familiar with Mark Haskins, the Briscoe brothers, Jonathan Gresham. These are all serious talent. Bandito, Ray Horace, yep. Shane Taylor, Silas Young. Roosh. Roosh. There's so many good wrestlers. Brody King, yeah. Brody King Rick to Gordon. be the first member of the uh, the House of Black is the obvious play. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fucking gold. Oh, lads. And also shout out to Joe Numbers and Wrestling Soup for all the shit they ate over that Ring of Honor story all those years ago. Do you remember it was like, uh, Ring of Honor's funding this and they're producing all in. No, they're not. Fuck you, motherfuckers. Fuck you, I hope you die. That was a fun time. Shout well, out to yeah. those lads. Shout out to the boys. <laughs> Wait, uh, hang, on, no, hang on. No, they literally are, are saying, running this. <laughs> are you saying that people actually got mad at people for calling out shit like that? What? For, for speaking facts, yes. Are you telling me the uh, internet got internet upset? To react irrationally. Yeah. What? To be fair, it was a great time to be when Joey was when back when Joey was on Twitter. Um, that was a fun time around All In because my God, people were angry about that. Good oh, God! Every tweet he posted, <laughs> even if it wasn't related to it, people were fucking shitting all over him on everything he posted. Shout out to Joey, a good yeah, man. A good Joey's man. Joey's a legend. A lot of love for Joey here. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw um, this to you. Right, you can pick three people 
from Ring of Honor, if you were booking WWE and AEW, who are the three people, male or female, or a tag, that you would bring to WWE? And who are the three people that you'd bring to AEW? Because obviously a different product. No, that I'll throw one out there because the Briscoes, I think there'll be too much backlash if AEW signed the Briscoes. Briscoes were all. Yeah, I think Briscoes, WWE, because they'll be le- they don't care about the backlash. Um, mm-hmm. Briscoes have some toxic stuff in their past, so I can't see AEW touching them. Maybe for a one-off against the FTR. That's about it. Um, uh, we said it earlier, Martina to AEW, the arenas and that atmosphere that that crowd already gets. If you can get so her over, over there, she'd be so over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Her, and the thoughts of segments with her and Hangman drinking together. There you go. Look at now. Now, genuinely, all biases aside, I think she would be insanely over with yeah. that crowd. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, Imagine think, her coming through the crowd at a, a huge event. Yeah. yeah. I think. I her think either company just walking through the crowd with cans. Perfect. <laughs> um, I think. I think either company would do well to get Haskins. I I've said yeah. for years. I think he's one of the best in the fucking world all round. Just only only slight issue, and it's not a dig at him, is size. I don't know if WWE go after him because of the size thing, and there'd be yeah. a ceiling in WWE because of that. Um, um, is he, he's on the older side, I think, as well, isn't he? Over the, is he over thirty, and they don't want um, over thirties? Yeah, I think he, I think he is early thirties. But did yeah, they, he comes with a full, the full package deal of him and the misses as well. Mm-hmm. Himself and Vicky together to just, it's it's a full, it's a full gimmick, it's a full ensemble. Give me the Haskins over the crosses. <gasps> you wash your mouth out with soap. You don't have to choose. This tribalism is going to tear the show apart. <laughs> yeah, this is. <laughs> we don't need that. We don't need. We don't need to. Team Cross and Team Haskins, and then I'm going to put the Predator image up where the mus- where Haskins and Cross are on each one of the muscles. <laughs> no need for that. No need um, for this tribalism. Here's one that. Or well, just two. First, Dalton Castle. I think it's more of a WWE, WWE style. Oh, oh man, he'd be great. And I love Dalton following Castle. That up with Danhausen. Danhausen to AEW. Yeah, no brainer. No brainer. Imagine I, Danhausen I versus Orange Castle. You see, he doesn't strike me as someone Tony Khan would go for. But oh, I don't know. He was on the I cruise last week, and they oh, got a great man, reaction. Uh, okay. Like I mean, you, you're going to make a lot of money with Danhausen merch, so. Yeah, yeah. Like I just don't think he'd use him a lot. Um, I see Danhausen more as impact, but because mm. they, he's got a lot of buzz. Danhausen is really fucking over for someone who isn't, you know, a major star on TV or anything. Yeah. Um, Very much the Orange Cassidy ilk of professional wrestlers. Yeah. He's more of a gimmick yeah. than a wrestler, but obviously can back it up. The Ring of Honor. Thing is, I like sign. characters. I think there isn't enough people like that who just nail their Absolutely. character. Yeah. I think there's too many good wrestlers that have no personality that are not no personality, but very little. And then mm-hmm. you have someone like Danhausen or Ka- Orange Cassidy or someone like that, or a uh, fucking Tony D'Angelo. Those types that are just Ooh. great fun. All of them Tony D'Angelo. Tony, yeah, absolutely. Beat Roman Reigns clean in the middle. Three would, minutes. Would AEW go after Flip? Do they have many of people that were anti-mask and anti-vax and all that? Farm in the capital. What? Yeah, the revolution from apart from Jericho's wife. Apart from Jericho, um, business, yeah. Um, yeah, it's good shout and talks. Why now? Yeah, I think he signed a new deal though. when Marty Scurll signed a new deal, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. 
His contract wasn't free at the time of all mm. in, I think. So when they were starting up, all out was what, free agent. Dub, what was the first one? Double or nothing, wasn't it? The one we were at, all out. Was, was, the, first was the one just before the TV started? Double or nothing. Oh yeah, but double or nothing was the first AEW show. Yeah, wasn't exactly. it? That yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Of that year. In Vegas. Yeah. Bobby Fish as well. Yeah, all true. Bobby Fish is in. Ah, so they like so those people. They do. So they're fine with it. So Flip has a yeah. shot. Um, obviously, but, between the two, Flip Gordon has a better shot in AEW. All uh, all controversies aside. Can you book Jonathan Gresham versus Brian Danielson, please? Do it yesterday. Uh, I'd need to see that match. That, that'd, that'd be, be great stuff. Fun. Yeah, at yeah. least 14 times every week. Yeah. Hey, um, look, the rematches are creeping in. Why not? Let's yeah. go for it. Um, um, I hate to say, from the women's side, the only ones you are really looking at are going to be Martina and Roxy, probably. Yeah. Um, none the rest are... Well, none the rest are Angelina that Love is a star. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, not going there. <laughs> I think with the way they booked, like, um, obviously the women's division has improved leaps and bounds. But it, what I mean is the way they book it, as in there's only one match per show. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're going to be t- picking up many of the, the women. No. I don't think they have room for them. Uh, uh, is uh, the Soup Boys' favorite Maria Mannix still on the roster? Technically, oh, yes. Is she, oh, my fuck off, is she? Yeah, she's still there. Wow. Wow. What's Teddy Hart doing? Tableweed. Trisha Dora table table I'm unfamiliar with Trisha Dora actually but I must say yeah I'm, unfamiliar with her work, I'm not yeah I haven't seen her but I've heard the name um, who else is out there Fitz you, do you have the the thing on up my computer's still yeah. on I, I fucking fixed I it here uh, other so names happy. that you could look at is obviously Bandido and Flamita they'd be A-W, two course, high yeah. profile luchadors Ray Lahorse is there obviously as well so there'd be three guys that could easily find themselves uh, tapped up by another TV company uh, other guy, Brody King, you've obviously mentioned. Um, Adam A-dubs. Brooks, remember him? He was an OTT a couple Adam of times. Adam Brooks, yeah. Uh, good wrestler. Oh, sure Dragon Lee is there as well, isn't he? Dragon yeah. Lee, definitely. He's going to be picked up, if not going back to New Japan or All Japan. Yeah. Andrade's pals are on the way, I think. And Andrade um, will have his stable. EC3? Yeah, third run in WWE. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he ain't going back there, that's for sure, anyway. No, he hates that place. Yeah, he does. Uh, he could, could do a run. I could see him going to Impact. He'd easily back to Impact, you know. But I could see him do a run in, in AEW. But that's the thing, that's the good thing about AEW to a degree is they don't sign people to exclusive long term deals. Yeah. They're happy to bring people in for five match deals or two month deals. Exactly. Or it was a hard hard job. Yeah. It was perfect. That's yeah. all it needed. And it, it just gets his name in the door, lets him go off, become the internet hardcore sensation. Mm-hmm. And Deathmatch legend. Deathmatch legend. Now he can come back as almost a completely new person and have another run. It's like a smaller version of Jericho going to Japan and then telling Vince, when, I'm, when I come back, I'm going to be a bigger star. And he fucking was. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so, you know, shout out Matt Cardona again. We, we always talk about him as an example of someone who wasn't taking any shit. And I was like, no, I'll get over by myself. I'll keep going. So shout out to him as usual. Friend of the show, Matt Cardona. Um, other people to look at, uh, Matt Haven, he might fall victim yeah. to this now, I think. He's very um, good promo-wise, though. He could be he a pick-up for someone for more of a, kind of a, you know, he does his little spot, but from a coaching perspective, he could be good as well. Maybe they do the kingdom with Canellis and him going to Impact. 
Depends uh, on how much PCO. money you factor, but PCO, he's going to get a match on AEW. He's going to get yeah. a main event on Dynamite. Absolutely, he's going to get one. He's not going to get signed, but just because a uh, Tony Khan is a bit of a mark for old school wrestling, he'll be yeah. brought in for something. Mox is going to have a core match. Mox would be right. Yeah. Oh, Kingston. Kingston, even. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Homicide. What do you do? Does Homicide come in with Kingston? Isn't he in Ring of Honor? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's already been. He's already made an appearance. So there you go. It's possible. Um, Tag team run with Kingston and Homicide. Silas Young, the oldest looking man in professional wrestling. And he's in his 30s, isn't he? Didn't we talk about this before? Where he looks really old, but he's actually only thirty something. No, he's forty-two, but he okay, looks like well, seventy. When we talked about it before, oh, he was well, in his thirties. Well, in his thirties, yeah. <laughs> um, but we we assumed he was like fifty. You know, like this was or like what, he's he's thirty-nine. What? I I, I've, I watched him like ten years ago, and he already yeah. looked like he was like getting on. Tony Dad Deffen. I was only thinking they only recently signed him, didn't they? He'd be mm. he'd be a good pickup. Definitely, he's very young. He was star of like Mania weekends on the yeah Joey Janela shows and all those sorts of things. Very young. There is one EC3 and a GCW run, the the Cardona oh. mold. That's something I could see happening. GCW is yeah. getting uh, becoming a great place to go now. So it's got the hype yeah. around. It's good. It's good for getting the name. Look, Matt Cardona got them over. You know. Um, yeah. <laughs> I kid. But kind of he did at the same he, time. He, helps, he did help. They, they got a lot of viral work. They got a lot of viral stuff from it. Friend number one over the Olympics in UFC that night. Yep. <laughs> Fairness to him. Plus, um, uh, yeah, LSG. LSG probably got signed as well. He's pretty, he's a lot pretty of people good. There. A lot of people there. A lot yeah, of good look, pickups. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully all of them find work somewhere, one way or the other. I think that's the most important I think, thing. I think the happiest man it. here is, is Vince because he thinks that it's going to tie up some money at AW. He, I, I'm convinced that Vince thinks Tony Khan is a lunatic who's just going to keep spending and spend himself into a hole. I'm utterly convinced of this. It's the fact that Tony literally has money to burn. Exactly. Um, but the company doesn't, you know, so it'll, it'll start, it'll get to the stage where maybe he's like, maybe we can hurt the company financially and he'll have to keep pumping money in. Eventually they'll give up. That's, that's probably Vince's stupid plan. But before we go further, do you think that November 5th is going to happen now, seeing as Ring of Honor is gone? Are they going to release anyone else because Tony Khan's going to spend some money here? I will not be surprised. Uh, it's like the week of the earnings call, isn't it? Yes, uh, oh. that's that's the rumored next batch of uh, the next bus flip. Uh, it's the earnings call, November fifth. So a couple of days know. before that, the coming days, I suppose. Yeah, we Ooh, could we could be sitting here yeah. next week. It could be tonight. <laughs> it's the one. It's the Friday. <laughs> mid mid SmackDown. Yeah. Is there another mm-hmm. Friday between now and then? There isn't, is there? No. When November thirty or. Sunday's 31st, so it's Friday itself. November, it? November 5th is next Friday, so... Mm. Could be tonight. Could be next Friday. Who knows? Could be a midweek, an unusual midweek firing. That's the rumour anyway. Hey. Well, they don't have shows on Wednesday, and they don't count NXT UK, so it could be Wednesday mm. or Thursday. Oh! Hey! Look at Uncle Polly there on Vice. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Meltzer. Um... Yeah, sucks though. As 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 fun as it is to fantasy book where people go, it sucks what happened to the Ring of Honor. It's such a great company and been around for so long. I think for so many people it's the introduction to what the current state of yeah. wrestling is. It was the AEW slash ECW of its time. You know, yeah. that was the 
what got me from the ashes of w uh, wcw that whole era of ecw i should say that whole yep. era that's what properly got me interested in indie wrestling watching you, some of these stuff you know that's think of all the people on tv that came through ring of honor now and and both companies have plenty uses for that video library oh god yeah so man uh cool 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 right jesus half eight what's this we're pleased to inform that your account only has been approved so diana perrazzo is setting up an only fans okay it was my only fans you've got only Give me only fans <laughs> only toes only feats um, love that. yeah he would yeah. he would is right uh, uh speaking of diana perrazzo the reason i was actually showing that is she lost the impact knockout title last weekend at bound for glory yeah oh, shit. So the reason and the supposed reason that we haven't seen a crossover between Britt baker and diana peraza for the last while when everyone is expecting it with the forbidden door open was that both were champions and that who was going to take the loss you know while both were champions neither could afford to take the loss now one of them isn't a champion anymore i wonder could we see something happening a forbidden door is closed yeah but it's is closed. diana peraza still under contract She'll have to kick that forbidden door open again. You know, the um, door is closed. I, for one, want to see more Diana Peraza on a wrestling product, please. Mm-hmm. Yep. She is She's most good. fantastic. Um, and watching the bits and pieces I've seen of Impact recently, it makes you wonder how the fuck did WWE not do Anthem with her? Um, if, she's, remember they brought her and Chelsea Green up and they, yeah. used her, they used them both on one match each or something and that was it? Yep. They got one match on Raw each or something. And then it was like, bye. Chelsea Green, here's a mask. You're in fucking retribution. Was she one of the people running around, wasn't it? The the chainsaw night, wasn't it? Chainsaw night, yeah. yeah. (laughs) That was actually one of the cooler moments where they cut the room. It was so stupid. Do you remember the time they threw the brick through the bottom of the door as to not cause structural damage to the door itself? Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, retribution. Um... Oh, sure. We all know retribution. Uh, oh. oh, carry on. Well, I was going to say, um, T Bar, he's not gone back to, uh, oh, God, Dijakovic. That's his name. Um, he's not gone back to the Jack, Dijakovic. He's going to still be T Bar with his face paint. I don't know. Where's Mia Yim? She is technically on the raw roster. Did she get drafted? Because yeah. she was on yeah. SmackDown, wasn't she? So she got, she got, she was on SmackDown, never wrestled, has been drafted to raw, might never yeah. wrestle. Cool. She's listed on the roster as Mia Yim, not Reckoning. So yeah. not Reckoning. Um, they, kept, they kept her with. They kept her on the same roster as Bearcat. Ah, uh, should they're getting married, aren't they? So they're probably yeah. it, the internal WWE rules go must transfer wrestler to other brand due to nuptials. Like, yeah. fuck's sake! Oh, I'll, I'll give them credit. That's that's a nice touch. It is a good one. Yeah, yeah. Better. That must be Mia, yeah. fiance of Bearcat. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> well, Bearcat. Um. Uh, where do we go? Do you know, we'll, we'll do a quick run through NXT and then finish with AEW. Um, do should they have put the title on Break a Kicker? Um, I, yes, yes. I think I it was think, there. Yeah. I think it was there. I'm I'm okay with it if they do it like Rumble weekend. Mm. I get it. There's still a possibility for him to do the chase right. They've done everything right by him so far. Yeah. So I'm gonna have faith that they're gonna do right by him. 
Um, the I'm machine gonna... is behind them. I think they'll be fine. When when yeah. you know when that side of the business, the NXT side, gets behind someone, they you they don't miss usually. You know, yeah. So What's I think like Melo, they don't miss. They don't miss. Um, I think it was right there. I think he could have done it, and nobody would have batted an eyelid. I think yeah, there was think... a lot of disappointment when he lost. Like, yeah, oh, every... man, he could have just launched him. Everyone wanted it, um, but it's one of the rare cases because I know we joke about it often where. I think we do need to let this one play out because I think they're mm. still gonna they're they're still gonna do right by him. So I'm, I'm I okay with this. I think this is an one. actual let it play out moment. I think they'll be fine. Yeah, yeah this this isn't the meme moment of it. No, um, oh god, no, no, no. Especially when you look um, at NXT through the through the lens of it being a devel- developmental product. Yeah. Um, you you have to take it in isolation that that it, you know this isn't akin to Cross being buried on his debut to Raw. No one. Yeah. Me and Antox talked about it on Tuesday night as well. As soon as the third title change happened, because Nikki just mentioned it, as soon as the third title change happened, I was like, fuck, they're not going to put the title on Braun now. Yeah. They're not going to do four it's title changes. Away, like they're not going to clean sweep yeah. of it. It would have um, been cool. It would have been the launch, though, the relaunch with the new names and stuff would have been a good time. To, it would have been like, you know, a kind of flag in the sand, flag mm-hmm. on the hill. It's also a nice... It is. I got one of them. Eventually found the found found it there somewhere. It's it's also a good statement to say though, right? We're not just going to pull all of our old guard from the show either by having yeah. Champa retain and be like, you know, some of these guys are going to be staying around. I think it's nearly a subliminal thing to fans to be like, you know, you're not just going to be seeing rookies everywhere. Yeah, or people that are needing to work on their craft. Sorry, Mandy Rose still needs serious fucking work and not the kind of work that she's been getting done. Wow. Um, uh, Champa is going to be a different be... face. Let's be honest. Champa's going to pull the baller role for a little while. I think he's going to be the, yeah, yeah the kind of flag bearer. Yeah, there we go. I got a couple Lord. of metaphors in. Look what that done for Balor, you know. Um, exactly. We were raving about how good his NXT run is, and it seems second some of them run was amazing. Balor's yeah. second run was fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. We were saying we've been saying for the whole thing. It was every time he showed up it was must see, be it a promo, yeah. be it a match. Everything hit. He was just on fire. Uh, probably best wrestler. Pa- complete package wrestler of the past year possibly we 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 had i i had said it I'll, I'll i'll stick my neck out on that one i think he's ar- arguably the best wrestler in the world at the time you could make your case for kenny you can make your case for roman make your case for okada or whoever you want i think he's in the conversation during that nxt run. Or when he shows up you pay attention and you put down exactly. whatever you're doing they were the people that are in that conversation as so, jr yeah. would say this Picked up when Balor yep. was there. Hundred um, percent. Um, and yeah, Champ will do that. Look at what it took to put Breaker away as well. There was a DD, right. uh, there was the DDT on the concrete. There was two fairy tale endings. There was like what four knee strikes or three knee strikes. Yeah, it took the the knee pad down, which made it four hundred percent extra XP on that yeah. hit as well. So mm-hmm. like they, they they didn't just you know he's he's beaten top stars. Yeah, with one fairy tale ending. I think he would be done with one fairy tale ending. He's protected. You know, that's a protected move that they've now had break or break out of in his first ever title match, his first big match. Man, so that, oh, Chucky. Chucky. The Steiner's callback, call where Chucky's just in the in the dressing room staring at him. Hey, I know you. Cool. <laughs> he just laughs it off. Yeah. Ah, that's good. Breaker, Breaker's fine. Um, Only him and Tony last week. That's fucking ridiculous. How is he that good? How is he this fucking good? Just give him the ball and run with it from Rumble on. Are they going to do it? To, are we like our takeovers a thing of the past now? Is it just going to be TV specials or do we even know? There's no takeover schedule for next year when that whole thing. Yeah, schedule any takeover at all. Yeah. So 
and there's a lot of Saturday pay-per-views. So it'd be interesting to maybe see. The old, maybe Halloween Havoc was a bit of a test run. Can these people pull off a pay-per-view? You know, can they pull off a high-quality yeah. match style of show? I'd like to see them do it in big four weekends. Yeah. The one thing I would say to that. from watching NXT this week is that the people who performed exceptionally well are the tried and tested core of NXT. Mm. A lot of the newer talent, um, Ron Breaker excluded, really have a lot of work to do to be takeover worthy. Sure. Um, Which uh, is fair. Talent. Yeah, like it's that's fair, what I said. Yeah. I looked at I look at NXT now through a developmental mindset. So I cut it a lot more slack than I would, even yeah. though they're still on prime slot TV, which it beggars belief that how yeah. they have a how do you product in prime time. That's the thing. You, I, we were saying it before. If you're still watching NXT and expecting the Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole era, that's gone. Um, it's a different show. If you look at it through those lens, you'll have a lot more fun watching it. But yeah, it's gonna... There's some, there's some rough spots in there and there's no like, getting around it. Persia Parata should not be anywhere near TV. Yeah, it's bad. Terrible. It's real bad. She's just like, she's probably wrestling six weeks at the same time, you know, it's yeah. like... She's been wrestling for a couple of years. Actually, that's um, not good then. <laughs> whoever the, um, the Lumberjacks were in the tag match oh, oh, should oh. get fucking fired. The lad from MSK. Good. Even Matt Stop Riddle himself. co-tweeted it. And he said they yeah. should be beaten, he said. Whoever did, whoever's on the floor should be beaten. Um, the caveman was there and he, he moved out of the way. The big motherfucker. What's his name? Ah. Oh, blonde dude. Was in the title match on the first episode. Uh, Van Wagner. Van Wagner. Wagner. Yeah. yeah, Von Wagner. He moved out of the fucking way. The dude in the banana costume, he pushed him out of the way. Oh, <laughs> like you're the biggest guy there. Persia <laughs> has been wrestling since 2017 and has had a total of 94 matches. Well, uh, she should be yeah. a lot better considering Anna Jay has yeah. had, what, 29 matches? Yeah. And she's a hell of a lot better. My gosh. Um, Io Shirai. Attempted oh, suicide. Good God! Ed, that's the one. That's the one. Boski, yeah. Indy, it, you fail, Indy thought she killed her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the look on her face, and it wasn't oh, the yeah. NXT dramatic "What have I done?" face. It was just, oh my God! I, I think just she made a murder on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sure hope this TV show wasn't on for seven hundred thousand people. <laughs> yeah, uh, JC Jane still very green. Um, yeah. But again, it, it's NXT 2.0, so yeah. I'll, I'll, cut it, I'll cut it some slack. That was a fun tag match for what it was. I mm-hmm. felt for Zoe Stark. I really oh, felt man. for Zoe yeah. Stark. The poor oh, girl. She's good too. Me. Yeah. She's she, good too. She did an off night. She should have audibled after the yeah. after the box bounced to the outside off the ladder spot. She should have audibled away from trying to Phoenix Splash and just done a normal dive. Yeah. I guess she wants to get the spotting because it would have been a viral moment. Would have helped everyone in the match. But it was like I think you mentioned it on on WhatsApp, Gordo. It was like she kind of subconsciously protected her knee. I went, "Oh, I can't fall on that knee because I'm already hurt." And then it was too late. You know, it was like, Mm -hmm. "Oh shit, my foot isn't my foot is out, not down." Yeah, (laughs) and the problem is the clip then went viral for that in isolation. So I was like, "Oh, look at how terrible she is." I'm like, she literally managed to get the rotation for spot on on one fucking leg. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it went that like ridiculously more impressive and, uh, the springboard <laughs> off the ladder from the top rope was, was really fucking cool. perfect even though it did cause the, the issue or whatever way she was caught yeah. she kind of landed awkward on it and that's mm-hmm. what fucked her 
She'll be fine. She'll come back. She'll nail a fucking phoenix on somebody to fucking win a number one contendership match or some shit. And Me, she'll be she'll be rosy. Should be in NXT anymore. You should get him out of there quick. Yeah. Is he all going to be the the Grandpa Champa situation here, where he's just the he's going to be the guy there to carry people through, and the name people tune in for? You see, I thought Ember could be that, but it could be Ember mm. and Io for the women's side. True. I know. Then, uh, to be fair, Io doesn't have exactly the the greatest height advantage. Mm. Uh, so she might look a bit small when she comes up to the main roster but the fact that she's fucking tough as nails really counteracts any disadvantage she has of being shorter yeah. than other people the plus side like one of the tallest women on the roster could be fucking off to AEW soon anyway <laughs> oh Charlotte oh yeah <laughs> did we talk about that no that's yeah, not we're 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 gonna gonna we'll okay, we'll do this and then we'll go to AEW um, anything else on I the Halloween the Haunted House thing with Haters. Gargano and Haters. 24-7. It had its moments, but yeah, no. I can. I was I was barely looking at it. Joe Gacy, can, Joe Gacy is very good. Give me more uh, Joe, Joe Gacy. Joe Gacy is very good, yeah. I don't know what people don't see in this character. I don't know. It's funny. Um, Imperium Fine. MSK I thought was a fun match as well. They're two, they're two tag teams. You know what you get from them every time. I thought they matched uh, up very uh, well. Yeah, the crowd reaction was a bit different. Apparently, they've moved the the rogue fans, those weirdos that were had uh, gathered together to boo MSK. They were moved oh, off the hard cam or something. Well, they were definitely booed, and there was a lot of cheers picked up on camera when uh, Imperium mm. won. So I'm happy. With it, that. it wasn't as bad as previous, I don't think, okay. if I'm remembering correctly. But yeah, uh, no, it's not as bad as before. Um, which is yeah, these are these are good lads as well. They didn't didn't deserve the shit they got. Um, for being right about a 13-year-old training. So I'm going to throw out there, people were, now I know it's a different circumstance, but people, when all the speaking out stuff came out, people were like, oh, why are people that young training and wrestling in the first place? Thank you. So and now this, and I'm, people I'm are, booing you for that opinion. And people are booing the MSK lads for saying that someone that age shouldn't be taking a bump. Yep. Again, I know there are different circumstances, but the overall point is people at that age should not be training in wrestling. You cannot argue that in one circumstance and not for another. People that age should not be involved in wrestling. That's the point. Yep. Unless, unless you're, in unless you're rolling and learning holds, maybe. That's about it. But you shouldn't be taking bumps. Oh. Sorry, not you just you're in NXT UK. And NXT UK, well, you yeah. take all the bumps. Uh, it was a fun episode of, N- of NXT. Um, Charlotte, you know, we'll, we'll leave it for believe we'll the main event for Charlotte and Becky, like they did on SmackDown. I think. Uh, one last thing on NXT, Dakota Kai, why is she back? That ended nicely. You know, one blow off match. There'll be one blow off match between her and uh, Big, Mom, Big Mama Cool, and that'll be it. Big Mama Cool squashed her. Yeah. It was going to have another one, though. <laughs> and then another. Yeah. Again, it, we all knew it was. Again and again. Uh, I, 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 there was no room for her on the main roster. I, I don't. It, I think there's I some think, people who could have moved on from the main roster that and Dakota I, Kai could have jumped in their place. Uh, the only reason she was brought back is because they want to take the belt off Raquel and put it on Mandy Rose, but they legitimately, obviously thought, there is no way we can do this clean because no one's going to buy it. So we have to have a fuck finish because we know they like their fuck finishes. And how do you fuck finish over Raquel? They should have just brought Gigi Dolan and JC Jane out there and did almost the exact same thing and kept ODQ. the good guy out of it. Was no disqualification. Yeah. yeah, could have done it. Well, storyline dictated Dakota, I guess. Too hard. I don't know. Um, uh, the, the Elite killed wrestling again, I believe. 
and the main I event. Cannot wait. I cannot wait to hear Melzer. Or not Melzer, fucking Cornette. I can't, wait, I can't wait to hear Cornette. <laughs> I watched bits and pieces of it on YouTube and JR did not sound happy about the uh, the proton packs and stuff, stuff like that. He hated that. the proton packs. JR did not it. like the proton packs. <laughs> oh, good times. Um, and uh, Hangman sh- became an AJ and Undertaker meme with Matt Jackson. <laughs> thing behind him. I I actually I realized one thing. The um it's not related to this match. During the MJF segment where they had Darby uh doing the reveal in the crowd, they missed the opportunity to have Sting in a Sting mask at the front of, did, in the front yeah. row. You had your chance for Sting in a Sting mask and you didn't fucking do with your pricks. I was upset <laughs> over that. He dressed as the invisible man. Yeah. Why Which, could you I not mean, have had the invisible man standing next to Sting and he goes over to fucking take the piss out of the two lads because there's someone dressed as Sting and it turns out it's actually Sting in a Sting mask. And I think then Bryce Remsburg, Remsburg, Remsburg would have been, uh, Remsburg would have been having flashbacks. I was like, not these motherfuckers again. I'm sick of this. <laughs> I think if they thought um, about that, they would have done it. Yeah. Uh, this Mikey Ruckus uh, thing, I heard Salamonster talk about it too. It's crazy. So he got a call at 5.30 in the evening. Hey, we need a Ghostbusters theme track for the show tonight. Yeah, no problem. And he was stuck in traffic till 6.15. Started producing at 6.28. Computer froze at 7.18. Lost 30 minutes of progress. Steve knows how that feels. Didn't panic. Reworked, mixed, delivered at 8.03pm. What time did they go on air? Eight. Yep. <sighs> crazy. Typical fucking rewriting, rewriting the show up until start time. Typical. I was going to say, I said that, that's like the rock script. <laughs> and it sounded good, to be fair. Yeah, there you it go. It sounded very, very there good go. for... Like, if, you, if you didn't tell me that that was a rush job, I would have said, geez, he, he must have put a lot of time into that. This guy is very good. People yes, were climbing, sir. obviously, for like Jim Johnson and, you know... See if a dollar sign to get gig when they got let go of WWE and you know AEW were starting up. Michael Ruckus is hitting it out of the park with his themes. I love how we all call them CFO dollar sign. That's their name. <laughs> CFO dollar sign. So how's all going to be? Yep. Yeah. Like, Deal like, with this. Like Kazuchika Okada, that right, Steve? Mm-hmm. Kazuchika, Kazuchika Okada. Okada. The human, human torch, torch was denied. Bank loan. Uh, this was a fun match. I said it. I I watched this uh, yesterday after work because obviously, oh, you know, I work normal times. And um, I, join us on the dark side of Crazy Town. I can't. I'm not able to. I, I'm I'm too broken for the day afterwards. Fitz, I worked. Uh, so I had Monday off because I booked it. Um, I worked four days this week. Right, my week is over. Thankfully. How many different start times do you think I had this week on my four days? All of them. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Seven to be closer. Uh, yeah. All four days I started at a different time. Um, I've had that for the last four or five weeks, possibly five weeks, if I remember correctly, where I've started or I've had at least four different start times in a five day week. My body doesn't know if I'm up or down. It's... I don't know if it's, I don't know. I fed back this information. I've literally said, I said to, to a person who might be able to help me out, I'm too old. I literally said, I, I need structure. I cannot. So I was like straight up going, look, I'm closer to 40 than 20. I can't have different start times every day. Sorry, I need something. So hopefully they might hook a brother up. Who knows? 
I'd literally, I'd, I'd literally exchange. Uh, I'd do more weekends to get consistent times at this stage. It's that bad. And Let's like, see is what it happens. varying degrees of uh, start times, or is it all relatively close to each other? So yesterday I started at eleven. So I did eleven to seven, and today I did nine to five. Like eleven one day, nine another. It's on un- exactly. It's completely unnecessary. Considering when I started there, I used to do four weeks of nines, a week of eights, and a week of sevens, and then back to nines, which was totally manageable. Way easier to deal with. Hmm. It sucked. The yeah, seven sucked. But then a couple of months ago, I did. I was working seven a.m. for I think four or five weeks in a row. So I got into that routine. Then you know I was mm-hmm. up at seven, and then all of a sudden you're in at eleven next week. Like you can't what? <laughs> it's just it's so hard to adjust. I but anyways, there's other people affected by this as well. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, they're younger than me though. I'm look. I'll I'll make my own old man jokes about myself here. I I can't do that anymore. It's it's I'm struggling. I am. I'm genuinely physically struggling to get up at different times every day. It's it's hard to. It's not good for the mental health. I don't think either. To not have any structure. It isn't good for my mental health to be uh coming up and finishing at different times. But sure, look at. I'll add additional context. Pretty much every week I finish at around about 10-ish. Well, sometime between 9 and 11, generally, mm. on a Wednesday night. And I'm back at half 9 on the Thursday morning every week. Crazy. Um, Crazy. Yeah, I feel I feel your pain, bro. But it also yeah. means that I can finish up a bit earlier and be able to play games on a Thursday and Friday uh, evening. So. But it's the millennials. We're, we're too soft, you see. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. Ah, fuck it. They, they, they pay me rent and they pay for me to order pizza, so it's fine. Oh, pizza. Mike Kira's not here to stop me. Ha, 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 ha. I'm wearing pizza. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm, I hate it. I'm sorry. It must be horrible if you're listening to the audio version of this and I just break out and never, we just stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Golden Gordo. Give him a fucking gravy chips, too. Crazy chips. Deliverance, much like the internet and Twitter, deliverance remains undefeated. That is <laughs> fucking marvelous, sir. So it's a call back to the start of the show. It's a picture of the house we talked about. So it's the little nightstand thingy with a kettle, and there is uh, the Rock in his uh, fanny pack moment with Gordo's head and the grand the gravy chips, and it just says MTV Cribs. This is where the magic happens. Join the Discord. Join the Discord. Go I can see you go. Com slash the AW pod and you'll find the link to it there. Join us, please. Gordo has a uh, Gordo. The rock Gordo gets all the ladies back with his two mugs that he owns and a single packet of coconut noodles. And it, it's going to be a hot date. That's a hot date right there. Giggity, giggity. Might spice things up. Get one of the bolognese things. The ones in the pots. Oh, that's, pot noodle. That's, that's always for the week after payday though. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's phenomenal stuff. That is incredible. <laughs> Bring your own lampshade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, anything else on the AE dubs to talk about this week? Um, Punk and Bobby Fish had a hell of a wrestling match. They tore lumps out of each other. They went out with the mindset, well, we both know we can slap. Uh, let's just try slap each other to death. Uh, not fi- not literally, I mean figuratively, because they were kicking chunks out of each other. I think, Steve, if you haven't seen this, go back and watch it. You will be most entertained with it. Yeah, that was a, that was a great it, match. It's very um, much a Steve kind of a match. They seem what to be getting... Um, interesting. I, I liked it, and I'll, I'll explain why, but you can go first. I don't know where it... It was good insofar as it blurred the lines... 
of was he supposed to kick out or not? Um, but also, either way, it makes him look tough that you know he was on the verge of kicking out. So I was I was okay with it either way. Um, right, my my logic is right for the entire match. Bobby Fish was working over the leg, so he was working the leg. He was giving those inside kicks. Oh my god, those inside kicks! Yeah, oh, they look my. nasty. So Punk hits the GTS, but did he get all of it because his leg was sore? And then he takes a forever to get across the ring to actually make the pin. So between the less than normally effective GTS and the time taken to make the cover and go for the pin, gave Fish enough time to try kick out, but he still couldn't do it. Yep. I liked it for that reason. That was yep. the story I think they were trying to tell. All of that. Yeah. No, it was very good. Um, thought it was really well done. Uh the whole match was just hard hitting though it was a lot of fun it was just um, good watch start then, to finish and Sammy Guevara and Ethan Page wasn't in twos going into this match wasn't in twos I'm going to cut across you I heard you say this is Steve's type of match and I heard you both describe it I'm all over that I'm going to watch that oh dude that very, fun as fuck. it was a very fun match it really was I, I've seen clips on YouTube of the whole show because my time was limited now this week. Most of my time was spent fixing the PC and working out what time I'll get out of bed at. But I am all over a match that sounds like that. And that's a, the old Hogan finish they've done. They yeah, kick out after exactly. three. Literally, yeah. I thought it was the Hogan finish. Um, yeah. And it was timed very close to the three, we'll say. Nice. That sounds um, fun. Yeah, very good. Uh, Guevara Page over-delivered for what I was expecting. I think Sarah yes. Fitz was saying in a big way. Again, um, it, similar to Punk and Fish, it ended up being a brawl, a, a very physical brawl. Um, and shout out to Ethan Page as well for catching Sammy on the shooting star press to the outside. Yes. Uh, a night after. How can, NXT, one, how can one guy ca- catch one guy and then 30 people can't catch Nash Carter? Yeah. I don't <laughs> even know. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but match of the night, Sheeta Deeb. Holy fuck, that was good. Deeb is phenomenal. Best women's wrestler in the world right now? It would be hard to argue it. What about it Charlotte really Flair, Fitz? No. She's not even in the top five. No. <laughs> and that's generous. Um, but she doesn't I, sell anything and walks through strikes. Is that not, are you not into that? <laughs> Legit, if you were to ask me top five, I would have Based to say Deeb... And now this is no particular order, with the exception of probably Deeb at one. Deeb, number one. After that, you're looking at a mixture of EO, Diana. Personal preference, anytime Ember Moon is in a match, I have to watch it. I know she's not everyone's cup of tea, but anytime she's in a match that goes longer than five minutes, I, I, I'd always, I always think it's a good match. I think it's nearly impossible to have a bad match with her. Uh, fifth one. I'm struggling on five. What about Dewdrop? Selena Vega, obviously. What about she's a queen? Queen's Selena. Yeah, yeah. no. Charm or not Charmel. <laughs> Charmel. <laughs> Charmel. <laughs> Charmel. My mind went Queen Charmel there. Uh what's her face? Literally. What's her face? Literally. Liv Morgan. Uh, or, no. uh, not Liv Morgan, Carmella. Carmella. That's it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's her Carmella. face? What's her face? Literally. Um The no. young one. The Corey Grave no, left Tony, Tony, Tony fucking Storm, actually, if she's given a chance. Does she exist? Um, did I rate I, Carmella over Charlotte? No, you didn't no, hear that. No, no I did no, not rate no, Carmella no, over Charlotte. No, no. Um, 
no, I don't know. I think she, I like I, how Sean was in here to kill us if that happened, though. And I'd like, like to be kept in check like that. No, no, <laughs> I, I, I don't rate Charlotte as highly as WWE do, but I'm not a fucking idiot. No. Um, I, I do think she's up there. I think she's very good when she wants to be and when she actually wants to sell and actually help other people. Mm. But this whole thing, and we'll get into it in a bit, what what last week showed, if any of the stories are to be believed, kind of ties in with her not selling stuff insofar as she's only out for herself at this point and she's bought into this, her own hype. Yeah, this is something we talked about months ago. We all noticed it individually, almost at separate times, going, is Charlotte like walking through kicks and punches lately? Like, I mean, someone will throw a gut shot and she just will throw a forearm in her face, not even sell it. And she gets right up after moves and we're like, what the fuck is going on here? Because the matches looked so bad. Like, what was the one... Who was she feuding with a couple of Naya. months ago? Remember? Yeah, was, that? was it Naya? Yeah. Were they, they, was it they Naya were just or was it Asuka? Like, I think it was Naya. Asuka it was where she was walking. With Naya. Yeah. Well, but, but like it's, it's, we've kind oh. of, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no, no, I was going to say, yeah, it was the, it was the match where her and Naya, where it all devolved into nearly a shoot fight where the mm. two of them were actually throwing a couple of but slaps. It, but it was something we'd noticed before. Was it Peyton Royce or something? Where, no, I think it was Asuka, like Gordo said. It was the, right, you know, okay. She oh, walked, we're like, she walked, what she walked through and asked a spin and back fist, and that's when that's I right. realized. Yeah. Like, it's so bad because, like, the punch lands, she doesn't sell it and she throws her own punch. It's like whatever happened didn't actually happen. Mm-hmm. And it's not like no selling it to be a dick. It doesn't even, it's like it never happened. It's so weird. And then well, there was Nia and Charlotte. Let's be honest. Like, the, the rumor is that, you know, she's very unhappy with how the booking has been lately. Apparently she pitched the idea that Bianca should beat Charlotte clean on Raw last week to take the title. And that's that good. got that got vetoed. That's, that's bad. bad. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was pissed off with that. And then obviously they booked the segment with Becky and Charlotte last SmackDown. Uh last Friday night in SmackDown, where um, they just swapped the titles. But everybody was protesting against this. It wasn't just Charlotte. Becky didn't want to do it either. I think uh, Adam Pierce, who was the booker for it, and Molly Holly, the producer, all didn't want to do it, but obviously it came from up high. And the the, the gospel, according to Vinnie Mac, was carried out. Um, and interestingly, they've edited the footage already to to hide the fact that Charlotte threw the belt on the ground instead of handing it clean over to Becky. And that confirmed all the dirt sheet reports for me. As soon as they edited it, I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, um, and rumor is that the stuff she genuinely did, and you do not fuck with Becky Lynch, not in this parish. You're not fucking no, Becky Lynch. Not up in yeah, here. but that, 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 that friendship has been strained for a while, though, dating back to mm. Becky made some comment about Charlotte going to get her tits done. Yeah, on, um, uh, on the Twitter. Yeah, but uh, apparently Becky was working a dark match on SmackDown last week, so most people were leaving the venue anyway because you know. They don't have to wait around for a dark match. They want to get out when it's quiet and whatnot. Charlotte was escorted out of the building to make sure she wasn't there when Becky came out uh, back from her match. This has been a story that by most reporters, so I genuinely believe it. Yeah, there was it. We we operate on smoke and fire is where we usually go with this. Um, mm-hmm. Sonia Deville was going to go for her backstage or something. She's ready to mm-hmm. throw hands, 
Uh, I love Adam Pierce. I sent you the tweet last night when Adam Pierce giving off to Sonia Deville on Twitter. It was like, <laughs> what, what happened during that uh, contract? What do they call it? The title change yeah, ceremony. Why they have that title, uh, the title exchange or something, wasn't it? But yeah. do you know what? Fitz put the thing in last Friday night, going fuck's sake, and we all agreed this is a terrible. This is the worst possible outcome. They're going to swap the titles like they did with the Profits in New Day we last year. We we get yeah. them so many alternatives, and Fitz. We all joked about it. We laughed about it on WhatsApp. We laughed about it on, on, on Discord that night. And nobody could have possibly foreseen that it was worse than even our wildest dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. And you know what? I, I actually, I'm not defending her, but I'm, I'm willing to give Charlotte a, a free pass on this one because it was such a bad idea that I don't even think that I could criticize someone for being unprofessional to that degree when it was just such a shitty and stupid idea. I I'll agree to disagree. I know you should always be professional, especially on camera. Yeah, I get all of that. I, I completely see why she's pissed off, especially pitching the idea of dropping the title clean to Bianca, because then she can find a way to win the, the SmackDown women's title in her own way whenever the fuck. Totally get that. And you, again, and we should because, also clarify we we totally agree with Charlotte on how that definitely should have been. She should have dropped the title to Bianca on Monday. I don't think anyone was in disagreement with that. Oh, yeah. She drops the title to Bianca on Monday. Uh, essentially, Bianca wins the Raw Women's title on Monday. Someone on SmackDown wins the SmackDown Women's title on Crown Jewel. That was the way it went. should have gone. Nice little package. Yep. Yeah. So simple. It was very easy. So I totally agree with her that she was right to be pissed off over how they've booked stuff. And she's now gotta stay professional. She's paid. She's paid more than enough money to fucking stay professional over something like that. Yeah. You know, but do you know why I'm, I'm I'm kind of leaning towards kind of giving her a pass on this one? Also, is that she's obviously vented her frustrations backstage, and it's fell on deaf ears many times. This was her way of publicly showing her upset or uh, her disgruntledness at the booking, and and. It, it wasn't a case where she, you know, verbally or literally, visually, no soldier or something. She did something fairly nuanced, you know, fairly low key in the grand scheme of things by just dropping the belt. It could have been an awful lot worse. You know, obviously she mm. could have said something or she could have really acted out a scene where she was visually, you know, dismissive of the whole scenario. But like the dude who shows up on Newcastle and shouts, uh, fuck her in the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Except Charlotte goes, fuck Connor's cure, into the microphone yeah. and walks out. Fuck Susan like, D. Coleman. Oh, wait, that actually get her over. <laughs> you get cheers for that one. Yeah, like in the grand scheme of things, of one to a hundred of things she could have done to vent her frustration, mm. this is probably about a five. Yeah, and it's in the same sense, yeah, if we want to play devil's advocate like that, it's kind of cool to see someone finally standing up to some bullshit. Which, no. But you also have to factor in that it isn't Liv Morgan doing this or Ruby Soho or someone, you know, it it's Charlotte fucking Flair. I mean, the most mm-hmm. protected woman in the business. So look, it's it's one of those. It's more interesting than wrestling on TV for WWE at the moment is what's going on with Charlotte. Yeah, apparently so. she's got uh, at least a few years left on her deal, so she's not going to be going anywhere anytime soon mm. unless she's... Um, afforded the opportunity to leave her contract early which Unless would probably free up a lot of money but what if hers was one of the fell victim to the old uh, Adam Cole situation of them changing mm, remember how the, the contracts and same with Kevin Owens 
I it doubt it. Not with her. That'd be massive if I doubt it would happen to someone like her. But mm-hmm. um, um, also, let's not forget that we have Survivor Series in a couple of weeks where Becky and Charlotte face each other. Imagine the so notes in that match. <laughs> that match is going to be a triple threat. They're going to have to make that a stipulation match where um, they can, you know, let their fr- yeah. frustrations be vented nope. in a way that doesn't require uh, wrestling selling. No, nope. I think they're going to need way to, out of to it. be a Deville in this match. Easy way out of it. <laughs> Easy way out. You have Sonya Deville come out on SmackDown tonight and turn around and say she feels that Charlotte disrespected the women's title with how with her letting it hit the floor last week. So as a result of that, she's going to be defending the title against, and then you bring out like three different people, one of which is like Sasha, and you have Sasha end up winning the title, and you get Sasha versus Becky at Survivor Series instead. <laughs> what if they strip her of the title, right, and then put the vacant title on the line, and somehow Charlotte makes it into that match, and that counts as two new title reigns? God, no. Because <laughs> they counted the tag titles for New Day and Profits. I don't think were new reigns. Are these I, new reigns? Because she's she 13 now or 14 or whatever? 15? I don't possibly, know. Possibly, but I don't think we're going to see her break Rick's record at this point. Uh, not with her current attitude. I think no. I think we're going to see a serious slowing down. Either she holds this title for quite a while to slow down the rate she wins titles, or she loses this title and is kept out of the title picture for a while. Uh, they won't be able to restrain themselves. She'll be champion again in two months. I don't know. Is she is she I mean, really bringing viewers? Is she really selling them? merch? I think Vince, uh, despite how he would like to go back and change it, I think Vince finally got what he wanted. WWE is the marquee now. They don't have any stars anymore. They yeah. don't have any draw, big draws. I don't know if anyone has, but they definitely don't. Although he doesn't want them to have stars because if That's they what I'm have saying. stars, they leave and do They leave things. and go to Hollywood, yeah. Uh, Austin taking his ball and going home is, is as bad... It's caused more damage to the wrestling industry. It's as bad as fucking WCW going under. That changed Vince, Vince's booking forever, was losing Austin that time. Yeah. And they've never recovered from it. I think we've brought this up before. It was one of the worst things that could have ever happened. And it's understated. Because Vince lost his fucking mind back then. He was like, no, no more stars. W, the World Wrestling Entertainment is going to be the fucking marquee. And look where that got them. No, financially, great idea. Creatively, atrocious not so much 50 50 booking do you think steve austin is doing a 50 50 booking he got screwed over anytime he lost he was visibly and hilariously screwed over when he lost do you know yeah, sure. the one time they wanted him to do the job was when he took his ball and went home because he didn't want the job to brock lesnar and king of the ring it seemed like he didn't want a job he, it's how he it's how they done it he wanted him to book wanted, it over a month he, he wanted, wanted a money to, match oh, yeah no. but yeah ultimately if they if it went how they want him to do it it would have been to do the job and yeah, I think, he, he didn't you know, have issue with that though no I see both sides of it I think Austin was right but I think Vince was kind of like that was kind of a cool idea all of a sudden this random rookie beat Stone Cold Steve Austin you know it made sense and that's for a shock but Austin Austin's own school he wanted a book he wanted a book a money match Yep. Look at where we. What are we even talking about? Two thousand and three WWF now. <laughs> we don't want to talk about twenty twenty one, but just see what I posted in the Discord, lads. Yes, let me read it out. Uh, WWE reportedly has a new way to try and make some of the superstars look taller in the ring. It was noted in the latest edition of the Wrestling Observer newsletter how there is a new directive to hire shorter referees. The idea is that it will help the talent look look taller. That's been a thing for a long time, though. For what it's worth, senior WWE referee Charles Robinson has been billed as five foot six. While Jason Ayers has been built at five foot nine, female referee Jessica Carr was built at five foot eight when she wrestled. So, lol. we're getting midget referees, lads. 
What about what about Kevin and even Patrick Kevin? Do you know squatting like Tom Mike or Mike Tom? I should say. I've got it, lads. No, Tom people, Mike. People were clamoring that they wanted uh, to make Adam Cole a manager by bringing him up to the main roster. <laughs> they wanted to make him a ref. <laughs> He's gonna him and Thunder Rosa, just a couple of referees staying out of the way of the hard shot. Adam Cole, the first million dollar referee. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Adam Cole, one, two, three. You love to see it. One, two, three, baby. <laughs> baby. <laughs> you referee for this contact. Baby. <laughs> contact. Contest. Words. Uh, um, budge. Very much enjoying uh, the Dark Order and Adam Cole segments on BT. Very fun. I haven't watched BT in the last two weeks. I need to catch you up. You know, it's all about the boobs. Boobs. <laughs> <laughs> you can skip the uh, Ziggler Brothers segments. It shaves a good five oh, minutes yeah. off the watch time. Yeah, I that's watched that the first time that I just like skip, 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 skip. Yeah. And the uh, watched a couple of them. The telenovela parts with uh, Avalon and Blue Pants, uh, Louis Bates. Mm. Watched a couple of them. I was like, eh, done here. Skipping through them. So it's quite a breeze to get through BT lately with some of the segments in it. Uh, 2.0 are killing it with the BTE championship very fun stuff uh, everyone wants a taste they showed them what they were throwing bottles or something into a bin at catering this week yeah oh, the that two ones that were doing great on WWE's YouTube would do well on another YouTube imagine that shocking imagine that imagine if you give people a chance oh speaking <laughs> of giving a chance um, I tweeted out one of his promos there that he caught last week in the build up to Bound for Glory the former Steve Cutler, Steve Macklin, mm. had a fucking banger of a match at Bound for Glory. Heard about this. They had a fucking amazing match for the X Division title. It was him, Trey Miguel, and El Fantasmo. Now, the two lads obviously are both amazing. But uh, Macklin held his own and stepped up in a big way. It was an incredible match. Really, really enjoyed it. I know people don't want to go watch Impact. For that match alone, I would say watch that match, the rest of it. Oh, and the 20-man Collier shot call that match. Uh, does anyone remember the demon from WCW? Yeah. He was in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so yeah. the Yeti is going to be out next. No, Yeti will be dynamite, surely. Just to, just to get Tony Schiavone shout Yeti. Yeti will be dynamite. But yeah, uh, 20-man Collier shot call that match. I swear to God, demon. the demon. Yeah. Not the kiss demon. No. Ah, uh, WCW. <laughs> Good times. Uh, we didn't even talk about Dynamite because the crack was going elsewhere. But um, uh, once again, I watched all of John Moxley's match, entrance and finish and exit through Twitter. And it was great. It was great stuff. That didn't take long. Uh, no, but once I mean, I've watched his last two one. matches on Twitter. I one slight issue. I, I'm not going to rant on it. I just think it was, and maybe I'm old school in this regard, but you built up 10 on an 11 match win streak. You have him go past, you have him go past a 10 match win streak, which upset me in the first place, but he gets an 11 match <laughs> win streak and then, you, and then you squash him. Now, obviously Moxley went all vicious and stuff. I totally get that, but I kind of would have liked it to be somewhat competitive. If you're building a guy on that much of a win streak, at least leave him having a competitive match and build the momentum of him. Um, so look, other than that, was pretty much a flawless dynamite for me. But I just wasn't a massive fan of of that. But again, it's dynamite. It's, and again, it's not not everything is going to be for everybody. I totally appreciate that. 
What about Cody's uh, political speech? Oh, he will not I liked this a lot. I kind of liked it too. Kinda because liked it's it. setting up for when he does turn. Oh, yeah. it's going to be beautiful. I'm going to drink the tears of all the marks. Kind of liked it. Kind of liked mm-hmm. it. Uh, we've been predisposed to liking Cody for a long time anyway. It's just that, you know, the thing was, we knew that when even the AW hardest of hardcore were turning on Cody, we were right to be like, what the fuck are they doing with Cody Rhodes here? So I felt justified in the hatred of Cody. But yeah, they're doing something cool here. I enjoy it. And he's so all the roads to the top. Um, um, we won't talk about that show, Gordo. We no. will not talk about it. It is one of the funniest bits of propaganda I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> but Gordo, uh, no, you see, you don't understand. Their baby is white and black. They have cured racism. Like Liberty. Liberty. Mm-hmm. Liberty Island. It's all about Liberty Island, not the Statue of Liberty. America is saved. Thank America you, is saved because he cut that promo. <laughs> it's because he bit his lip and shook his head when he talked about his baby. That's two different colors, but what one also? You know, he saved America. This Eve. is where it all went wrong. They're, they're brave for having a baby. Uh, they're so they're stunning and brave for having a child. Do you know that one of them is white and one of them is black? In this fucking day and age. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable scenes. Um, I think the Anthony Gogo thing killed Cody. People were there for Anthony. They were ready for Anthony Gogo to beat him. Because they fucking beat him on Dynamite the next week, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Didn't he pin Cody or something like that? They won the match anyway. No, he wouldn't even leave him pin him. Q-tip fucking pinned him. Oh, after after oh, the yeah. shot from after the shot from a go go QT pinned oh, they pinned oh that's right oh oh that was a misstep AW doesn't have many like booking mishaps that was one that was a big one catastrophically yeah you know they half explode a ring you know when they fuck up it's <laughs> obvious <laughs> the, uh, the uh, Cody mentioned that you know his wife is too hot for him he's hmm. uh doesn't he's got a kid he doesn't deserve he's got a brother who's better than him bell to bell and that he's got his father who will never kind of reach the heights so that that he uh his father did like there was there was so much truth to that promo where you can see him kind of unraveling and like uh you can see, part yeah well. sorry well, and yeah he, he said that he you know he could have used another move and won the match and gone backstage and abused his evp power to put himself in a title picture to fight for the title again so they've already mentioned the fact that him and the title, you know, that's foreshadowing here, people. Mm-hmm. That's what's going, that's the long game here. There's so much of it as five shadowing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, and he's going to book himself to win the title and then that's how he turns heel and he's going to be hangman to do it. They're milking the crowd so well. And yeah. I don't know if it, it definitely wasn't intended to be like this, obviously, but like a smart person, you know, there are some out there. You gotta roll with the punches. And as soon as the crowd turned, like Gordo said after the Ugogo promo, because that really was the 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 catalyst for all of this, they're like, Oh shit, well, you can fight against it, but you're you're fighting against a, a fairly rambunctious crowd. You gotta roll with it and when I it does and they waited for a couple of different towns. You know, I remember listening to Cody on Busted Open or something like that, where he's like, you know, some towns I'll be a heel, I'll be a heel in New York, but I'll be a baby face in Mississippi or something. You know, he said something mm. along those lines. And then they noticed they kept going to different towns and they kept booing him out of the building. So they were like, yeah, okay, we got to lean into it now. 
which fair play to them. That's what they should have done with John Cena 10 years ago. Yes. So they're doing it right. So tell me, Orlando, how do you, and, and New York. How do you book that. it? What, how do you make him go full turn? Like what's the, what's the moment or how do you do it? He beats Hangman and Hangman's first big defense, not his first defense, his first big one on a pay-per-view or something. I think Cody beating, cheating to beat Hangman would be nuclear heat. Because if you think about it, obviously the, the next cha- again, there's a lot of assumptions being based here, but assuming Hangman wins the title at full gear, please God, let it happen. His first title defense would be against the winner of the elimination tournament, which right now looks like it's going to be Moxley versus Danielson. So mm-hmm. Hangman has to survive that firstly. And then somehow Cody gets himself into a title picture, is it? Or how does he, how does he negotiate that? Or how does he sell that? I think it's going to be Moxley because they're turning him heel. Um, I think it's going to be Moxley and he can absorb the loss I don't think he'd be I don't think he'd do Danielson Hangman straight away maybe I'm maybe I'm on my own there but I think Moxley is the winner Um, I don't know how you get to Cody though how do do you have him politicking with Tony Khan backstage or I don't know how do you you remove their stipulation Hangman asks Cody to break it and Cody, screws, and Cody screws him in the match then. You have Cody be resistant yeah. to it first. You have yeah. Cody be resistant to it first. You could even have Cody help Hangman out of, his, out of a pickle every so often. You know, possibly something where, you know, Dark Order are incapacitated in some way, shape or form. You know, locked in their dressing room by the elite or something. And Cody comes out for the save. And then in the aftermath of all that, Hangman turns around and is like, you know what? It's like, appreciate everything you've done for me over the last couple of months. But uh, at this point, I want to see who the better man is. And he sticks to his word and he never politicked. Hangman yeah, he sticks to his word, he never politics. Yeah. Hangman offers it to him, but then Cody <laughs> fucks good. him over. That's real good. You've got, got another story you're, you're not booking on TV. But you've got another story built into that that you haven't touched on. The unwritten story or the rumoured story of uh, Cody being at the, odds with the Elite. Yep. So you could have... Cody making the save from the elite beatdowns a couple of times, perhaps as well. So yep. that fuels that fire. Yep. He has mentioned it on TV that there was infighting. You know, he used that part, whether it's true or not, they use it in the storyline. Yep. Mm-hmm. See, and Cody has I, never interacted I, with the elite in two years of television. Nope. That's crazy when you think about it. The last one was the, the first pandemic show, wasn't it? Where they were yep. just standing in the ring to open the show. Even then, that was just, hey, these are the most notable wrestlers we have, you know? Here are all the people whose faces you might remember. You might remember this from last week's AEW Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to see a lot of people um, who you've never fucking heard we, of before because they're the just, only people we can get. We just booked the next year of Dynamites. Yep, because we are it's that damn hard. good. It's not hard. That's I'm a fucking great story, actually. That's a really good fucking story. Just say, lads, I should be booking. I should be booking on TV. <laughs> I really time. like that. That's actually genuinely really fucking good. I'm I like it. You need to go full Sammy Guevara here, and you know, with your signs and hit me oh, up, Jesus, Tony. never do that. Jesus, never do that. No, Gordo, we like Gordo. Yeah. We like Gordo. Well, we want him um, to get hit up by Tony. Oh, we so really I see like Tony. Well, we know, we've nearly got Nick a gig now. Nick, Nick Quinn. He's already in with the hats. He's already got Marco yeah. stunt, you know. So who else? Who okay, else Nick. If I if I promise to stop booing you every week, you've <laughs> got to get Gordo a job. <laughs> you use your in with Marco stunt to get Gordo a writing position. The right Gordo, Tony Khan, and Cody down around the pool site. There you go. Perfect. I think that'll be grand. Meet me on the private jet with TK shooting the <laughs> shit. Gordo will even become a Jags fan. 
Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I'll go to a yeah, Jags. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been to a Jags game. I think I still have the flag from that in my drawer beside me. Actually, yeah, take the free tickets and the free booze. Perfect. I take the free I'm tickets. The free booze. Look, I, don't get me wrong. I love football. I will go watch any football. That's absolutely fine. But just Gordo in that pool in the upper regions, just sitting there drinking cans, watching the football in the pool. I love it. <laughs> just lads, here, lads. Can you, can you import that's... import a fucking a pallet of Orchard Thieves for me, please? But Gordo, that's your pool to book around with Tony Khan. Yeah, the oh, pool stadium. The pool stadium on a Sunday. Oh, Who needs a mention in Connecticut with Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson? It's right there. It's or, sorry, or Pat Patterson and Jim Cornette, I should say. It's Gordo in Duval. Beautiful times. Well, that's the next year Dynamite booked out. No need to watch it. We'll uh, we'll take the air off and uh, <laughs> assume that they did the right thing. <laughs> uh, that genuinely, I think that's. A, what do what would you do, Fitz? I, I actually genuinely think that's a really good idea. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I like, I like that. Yeah, I like the, the the fact that you can use Cody against the elite. I think that would be a nice nuance to the story. Uh, thinking, trying to think of a different way you could, you know, manipulate it so that he wins, like the um, some form of a ladder match or whatever they call it, the the brass ring tournament or one of those where you you get a, a title shot if you win the Money in the Bank style match. So How do you get him, him into that, though? Well, that's it. He weasels his way into it, or you know, he's coerced by you know Iron or someone like that, saying, "Look, at you've earned it. You've won so many matches. You you've been a TNT champion. You know, who who are these fans to tell you that you shouldn't be allowed to go for this match if you wanted to? If God wants you to win this match, you'll win this uh, Money in the Bank match, and that's your sign that you should go for the title. And or your mixed race, baby." He could be reluctant to do it, but then he goes into the match, wins it, and then he has his, you know, tug of war mentally, emotionally, that, you know, I've won the match, I'm entitled to a title shot, but I don't know if I should, because I said I wouldn't. Should I go and for the have... TNT title that I previously held? And, you know, that's when, this is where you could have, like, a heel champion. So, say, for example, if Mox is the heel champion, and he does beat Hangman, then you've got Moxie coming in and say, you know, Cody, you're nothing but a pussy, you can never beat me anyway. Uh, you know, we, we both have young kids at home. Differences. I'm a good dad. I, I stand up for what I believe in. You know, you could, there's so many different ways you could sell it. Um, and I sit down I, at the pool I, I, in, in the middle of your story, actually. Go for it. Fuego is in the ladder match for, for whatever reason. Fuego. Fuego, uh, Fuego is somehow taken out backstage and can't compete. And Cody takes a spot and that's how he gets back in. But then, you know, they do the Shawn Michaels Triple H thing where we see... And the digital enhancement is made on the image to show that Cody put Fuego's head through the window of the car. Oh, That's another way me. to it as well. I like it. He's been around the bend and he could say, listen, uh, I worked in the, the company up north and that's how they did things there to get title shots and blah. blah. You, you know, they can take their shots at WWE there as well. It's perfect. Problem yeah, like solved. There's, there's two ways of doing it. You know, Gordo's way is fantastic, but it's the, the instant turn if you want. You know, it's... Yeah, he's the he's the face. He's the face until he's not, and at that moment, it's like a light switch going off. Or you get the opposite way, and it has to be the extreme opposite way of where it's the the long term, you know, tweening, uh, bullshittery, and just the complete fuckery, and really rubbing it in the in the fans' faces, and he builds up so much heat that it's actually nuclear heat, where he could not walk through a crowd because he might get stabbed, sort of a heat. And then the, wins the, the turn he did on Kenny in Japan. Do you remember he held the ropes open for him and then he just spiked him with the, the crossroads? That yep. sort of thing. 
And I'm I like call in this episode booking Cody Rhodes to beat Hangman Page for the world title. Is that the name? <laughs> I mean, that's a yeah. catchy. I mean, people are going to click that. Yeah, booking that's Cody gonna, to beat Hangman. Hey man, if fucking if Voices of Wrestling tweeted that link, I'd listen to it just to hate them. I think we get some hate <laughs> listens. <laughs> um, you have to tag what? Cody as well, obviously. Naturally. Speaking of which, have you noticed now? Obviously, to say wrestling Twitter is calm is you know there is a certain level. There's always not calm. Have you notice how things haven't been as wild since the old Voices of Wrestling lads have shut the fuck up. Hmm. Yeah, there seems to be a bit. You don't more see as much. Uh, yeah, you know? there isn't. Yeah, I wonder why. But they things are not as crazy as they were a few weeks ago. They, uh, you know, they're nice, they're a little nice more fashion. quiet. Oh, I don't know. You could look up their Twitter and find it. Oh no, the fucking committee is right there. <laughs> the Stooges, Cody <laughs> and fucking Gordo, the Stooges. I love it. Worst thing is, oh. worst thing is, there is the picture of uh, the picture is of me with the is it? Oh, no, the picture of me with the elite. Oh well, that one I oh, don't know what. T T. Yeah. But the picture on O T T didn't wasn't it Cody was next. Cody to and me? Kenny were at the table, wasn't it? Uh, no, Kenny oh. was not that one. No. Do you have the picture? Oh, that was the second night. Oh, oh, oh no, no! It was uh, the box on one side, and it was uh, someone who was cancelled. Oh, oh, he who shall not be named. Oh. Yes, indeed. The you first. Can, uh, night, if, oh, if someone was to Photoshop Tony Khan in. Over that person, that'd work. Yeah. Um, the first time the elite were there, do you remember we walked in the door and the Kenny and the Bucks were like three feet from us? We're like, How are you lads? There's that table behind us, and I was like, Yeah, how are you lads? Those things, very strange. But, um, oh, look, I think we've booked the territory now, and it's time to call it a day. Oh, there it is. Uh, if you could put Tony Khan over the lad, uh, second from the left there. <laughs> Vampire Cody. There's the booking committee, uh, yeah. There's the lads now. I would say that Cody was a lot lighter back then. Yeah, well, he talked about it. He put on mass. He wanted to have heavyweight. Mass. Yep. Yeah. He wanted to be a heavyweight style when he had the TNT title. He, he gained the weight I lost, so it's fine. There you go. <laughs> um, take us home, Cody's right hand man at the pool. Uh, before yeah. we do, the one thing I did want to bring up was uh, Dark Side of the Ring. We never oh, mentioned fuck, that yeah. um, Vince McMahon had his OJ Simpson moment because uh, how the tinkle. fuck did he get away with that? There is no way he should have. Oh my God. He, was, he should have been dead to rights. Um, all I'll say is Jerry McDevitt is damn good at what he does. Um, I, 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 to be fair, I'd be hard pressed to, to 100%. If that went to a jury vote and I was on the jury and I was asked do you think that Vince McMahon supplied drugs, steroids to the wrestlers? I don't think I could in good conscience say yes, he did. But uh, I, I, if, if the question was asked, do you think that Vince McMahon facilitated his wrestlers in getting drug, steroids? 100% yes. Yeah, and I think it's how the whole thing was framed and I think they pushed for too much. Yeah. By trying to make him the head... The head honcho over it all that you know was the, the mastermind of everything as opposed to you know was he involved in it and you probably could have gotten him that way mm-hmm. but i think they got greedy went for too much and that's how they fucked themselves um one episode to end out the whole season though it was a really fun se- uh, well not fun sad but really interesting and captivating season of dark side i thought this was Vince himself mm. thought he was going down because he had contacted Jerry Jarrett to come in and be the head booker. 
Yeah. So he was preparing to go to jail. I would have done it for half the price. So I'm convinced he was sure he was going to jail and he was surprised himself that he got off. It was just candy. Candy for the boys got delivered to reception in Connecticut and to locker rooms around the country. Just a bag, bags of candy. Candy for the boys. And the fact they kept referring to it throughout the whole thing as candy. Oh, did they? Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen the episode yet. Good times. Oh, it's, it's, it's good shit, pal. Um, did Hogan, did they show Hogan giving testimony and talking about his penis? Was it Terry's penis or was it Hulk's penis? That, that took the steroids. Who knows? <laughs> Could be anybody. Nobody, man. No. Did they uh, talk about, um, oh, na- was it Nails? Did, was yeah. he, did they talk about him? Yeah. 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 Do you have cool. was it, uh, was not, was it animosity. animosity towards Vince McMahon? No. Uh, he doesn't know what animosity is. Do you hate Vince McMahon? Oh, fuck yeah. who were the talking heads this week actually Uh, who who were the big names that showed up Big Dave Big Dave Dave Uh, Um, Wade Keller Arezzi I was was Wade Keller yeah Yeah. they got Keller and John Arezzi I was impressed they got Arezzi and that was was an interesting one and they got Um, the lawyer WWE lawyer I was surprised by that Jerry McDevitt himself was on it Jerry McDevitt holy shit how much did he say was he very guarded Mm -hmm. No, he said really? he he said a lot, but he also doesn't commit. Oh, there it is, deliverance, the booking committee, seven stars. <laughs> you got to get in the Discord if you're listening to this. What the fuck are you doing? Get in the Discord. Um, um, yeah, look, it was really good. Uh, I would recommend to everyone to check out the whole season of Dark Side of the Ring. I thought it's been really good, even stuff that I wasn't too familiar with myself previously uh was just really really good it's up to two stars we need we need to get those stars to seven seven uh we're up to three stars pretty good match so far i'll pump up those numbers the rookie numbers so Um, far it's as good as hogan and rocket mania yep well well, we're trying to get these numbers up uh best match worst match can we can we get that past Hogan and Rocket Mania? Can we get it to a random Jurassic Express match on Dynamite? Oh, there, there we go. go. The there we go. Random Jurassic Express Jurassic, match on Dynamite. Jurassic Express versus uh, Hybrid Two. There it is. <laughs> Good stuff. Sorry, Gordo. Best yeah, match, worst match. Best match, worst match. Um, I'll go first at you for best match. Uh, I'm going to say stars. the. I'm going to say the X Division match from uh, Bound for Glory. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I can't remember the last time I enjoyed an impact match that much so just for that alone I'm going to give it to it I'll go for the ladder match on Raw good uh, yeah we never talked about that actually if you want to, to... nah nah it was no, fun it was good fun good match for like ladder matches watch it yeah. the the two contenders for me because I've only seen two wrestling shows uh, Punk Fish um, old school wrestling match and Deep Sheeta was just Hell of fun. Yep. All right, definitely I would put it up there as being one of the best women's matches bell to bell in the short history of AEW. Yep. Worst match? I want to see an Iron Woman match out of those two. Yes, please. All of it. Must um, be in picture in picture. <laughs> worst match. <laughs> oh, I kid. I kid. Worst match. Uh, the fact that Tony D'Angelo was only on screen for about five minutes. <laughs> Um, he's going to be on Lash Legend. Lash, 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 Lash,
I don't know what Lash, her name Lash is. Legends Lash Lounge. I don't know. So, like, is she going to ask where her producer is, like, next week when he shows up? Because he, um, there's some concrete in the car that ran off a cliff. It was a complete accident. It's fine. Uh, worst match. Something Any on bad the matches. Selena and Dewdrop, probably. I remember that being mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, that was pretty shite. And needless, also. Oh, um, honorable, <laughs> very honorable mention to the uh, inspiration versus decay from Bound for Glory. Oh god, that opened the show, and uh, oh god, yeah, the iconics for anyone uh, at home. Yeah, that bad. It was not good. There um, is uh, nearly forty years wrestling experience between those two women. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, there was one or two okay spots in it. Uh, also, honorable mention, not for the match itself, but for what they done afterwards. Uh, Josh Alexander, Christian Cage. Match itself was solid, but they built Josh Alexander up over the last six months. Finally had him win the title from Christian, of all people. And then straight away they had Moose cash in, uh, uh, essentially the equivalent of Money in the Bank, to beat Josh Alexander for the title. I really like the promo he had on Impact last night. Saw it, it on Twitter. Good, though. It was very yeah. good. Um, good. So the aftermath of that was good, but it's like you build someone up, you actually have a crown of moment at your big show, you have his family in the ring the whole lot, and then you do that. It's the most fucking TNA of booking. It's Hogan TNA booking. That's tremendous. It's getting all that heat. <laughs> yep. So uh, tremendous. Yes, yeah, so I'd, I'd, I'd probably put that down just for the aftermath of what they've done, of having the second title match, and literally Best he segment. lost one spear. Best segment. Cody promo? It's up there, yeah. Hangman reveal. Um, Hangman what? reveal. Hangman reveal. That was in a match, though. Not going to lie, I didn't see that one coming. Oh, no. I, shame the, on the, me. The Chucky with fucking Brom Breaker. <laughs> Breaker kicker. Breaker Chucky with um, Brom Breaker kicker. It's another thing of Brom Breaker. It's something so fucking small and simple, but he just nailed it, and everyone was going nuts over it. So, yeah. I'll, I'll go that or Sting and Darby, that whole thing. Or sorry, I was going to say I'll go Cody or the Sting Derby thing. They refuse to give it a Sting Derby because they missed off the chance to have Sting in a Sting mask. Sting in a Sting mask. It's historical. It happens everywhere he goes. Actually, you know, you for, do that, for that, it's my worst segment. <laughs> it's 24-7. <laughs> um, no, worst, worst segment is the title exchange from SmackDown. It is not even close. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, that's, that's all, all wrapped up in a bow. Uh, yep. Wrestler of the Week. Um, uh, 24-7 wordy not yet Sean not yet but I think there's more to this story and I think yeah. I might get more of it yet because they're going to want to build that heat tonight on Smackdown they're going to be something with Charlotte and Becky oh wait they can't because Becky's on Raw no because the one time they were on Smackdown go head to head in direct competition yeah don't worry they'll break their own rules tonight yeah. if not tonight uh, then Monday if not then Friday it's, it's coming Wrestler of the week. Um, <sighs> Bron Breaker had a good one. Um, a lot of strong showings in all of these uh, since he's debuted. Pretty much every week he gets a mention. Yeah. There's not a huge, there's no main standout for me this week. Um, I mean, Serena Deeb. Serena yeah. Deeb from what I've heard, yeah. Deeb, yeah I haven't I'm, seen the match, but... I'm going to give an honourable mention to both Trey Miguel and Steve Macklin because I know what Trey can do but it was nice to see him like what he could do in this match was fantastic and Macklin just impressed the fuck out of me Nicky uh, brings up a good point the brand to brand invitational as well yeah 
Jeff, like there was a couple of wrestlers had pretty strong weeks this week, but yeah, there was no real Hangman, I suppose, for the reveal and the pop he got off it as well. It's uh I think we need to stay on this for a second. Has the brand to brand invitational five times a year been reset now that the draft has happened? Are we back to zero? Because <laughs> I, I think we can know. see four tonight. Steve, <laughs> I think they're finding excuses to reset that more uh, often than the days without an incident counter. Why even have rules if all you do is break your own rules? Does, how do you get invested in anything? Reasons? Yeah. Uh, fire. Like, well, next time you're cutting people, cut those 30 fuckers you have back there. There's no point. You don't listen to them anyway. Just sit around a pool, come up with some shit. Let's see what happens. It can't be any worse than this. It can't be any worse. Literally, even Vince just booking everything himself can't be any worse than the way things are now. Couldn't possibly be. Like, I mean, he he wouldn't have enough hours in the day. He'd be like, hey, just go out there and, and say you hate uh, monitors or something. You know, he'd give them something and they might actually let them go and do something because he wouldn't have time in the day to script every single word. Like he has these 30 people. Or is it 60 people? 30 per show, isn't it? Something mental like that. The problem is having too many of these people. Anyway, it's too easy, Antox. Too easy. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. Warren Hayes. Good shout, Warren Hayes. Yes. He He's quote tweeted Jerry Lawler, who has posted a picture of himself in a school saying, Back to school at Sheffield High School in Memphis with VCA for a show with the students. Ay, ay, ay. Is Jerry Lawler allowed to be in a school zone? Maybe just in Memphis. Maybe it's a boys' school. <laughs> Let's hope so. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> right, we're gonna Tony knows some people that can handle those situations. Swiftly move on. Uh, show of the week. I'm yeah. just going to give to. I'm going to give to Dynamite, but NXT was a lot of fun as well. Good week of midweek wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. I think much like Cody, uh, we kind of ran a bit long, so uh, may as well take it home. So if people well, want to get more for the last two weeks, where we were. Yeah, we've had two short, episodes, short ones. So yeah, we went for an odd bumper episode this week. But yeah, if people want to catch up on those other episodes, including the B Show we done a couple of weeks ago, uh, you're going to get us on all your favorite podcasting apps. So your iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening now, you're going to get us each and every week. So please make sure to check us out every week. Uh, you can also the check B us out on stands for betrayal. Betrayal, the betrayal show. <laughs> it was it was marvelous and it was it was right up there with my booking tonight. So uh go fuck yourself, Steve. Um also please make sure to check out Wrestling Soup Network over on WrestlingSoup.com. Please check the Wrestling Soup guys themselves. Um and just a load of other podcasts on there. Please make sure to check them out and show them some love on their Patreon as well. Uh, also shout out to our friends at Canvas Theory, www.canvastheory.com. Make sure you Hire use promo Gordo. code What? Hire Gordo. Yeah, please hire me. Please hire me. Um, use the promo code AWP. You're going to get 10% off your entire order. Yada, yada, shipping. Um, please also check us out on Twitter. It's at the AW pod. You'll also find a link on there to our Discord channel. Where you can come join us every week for all the live bands in the chat. Uh, seriously, please, please check us out. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's all the fun. The fun is in the chat because um, it's just a great bunch of people here. So please check us out on our Discord as well. Um, also, Twitch. We're going to be going live Friday. So if you're listening back, 
tough shit you missed out. Um, Saturday, gonna blow your mind. The scenes, Saturday, yeah, the scene. There's, there are going to be scenes. Scenes will be had. Um, can you Gordo. believe that save last night from Gordo? Unbelievable! Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Unbelievable! You know, this is what I do. Um, the clutch legend is going to do clutch things, baby. So yeah, uh, check us out over on Twitch. It's twitch.tv forward slash JWP. Please drop us a follow. It costs you not to drop a follow. Also, if you have Amazon Prime, you can also subscribe with for free if you haven't to another streamer already. And if you sub- use it on another streamer, why the fuck do you do that? Give it to <laughs> us. <laughs> why the fuck should you do that? What are we thinking? Yeah, we need it. <laughs> uh, and also, while you're over there following us, Please make sure to follow friend of the show and just overall amazing friend and just great guy Deliverance. Uh, his channel over there is twitch.tv forward slash Deliverance 77. We mentioned it over ah. at the top of the show. Please make sure to give him a follow. He's going to be streaming Final Fantasy 7 and Metal Gear Solid 2 over there next week. Um, look, really looking forward to seeing that dude. Uh, yeah. Ah, you're gonna be shit, Deliverance. Yes. You are going to be shit. Look back at our first podcasts or our first streams. They were fucking terrible. It's it's just just like 220 episodes in come on yeah in <laughs> yeah still not much better but uh yeah you're yeah you're gonna have to power through that there the first ones are gonna be absolutely awful and you're just, yeah it sucks shit's gonna go Hard wrong process. shit's gonna go wrong but that's what you learn from and that's how everything gets fucking good dude you're gonna fucking mm-hmm. nail it don't worry man but every with every stream try something new some new random thing uh i've been trying to do that this week animated background and gordo cam and Gordo Cam just means whoever's Cam I can whoever wants to stream into Discord I'll show both your streams. Yeah, Gordo Cam is happening though. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Gordo Cam happens tonight. If we're still on for it, are we? Nick, Nicky, you going to be home for a bit of four way action? Ooh, a bit of double scissoring. Ooh, that's good. That's good. My PC's back in fine health, so we're good to go. Uh, the two nights good. I spent working on it, we're good to go. Not sure, but you might be. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> We actually uh, also didn't mention the fact that three of us are fucking off to Dublin tomorrow for OTT. Oh, yeah. yeah. Going to see some wrestling. I'm not going to lie, lads. I don't even know what's on the card. And you don't care. I don't care. It's my first show in 20 plus months. I could not give less of a fuck. Nice. But the big debate, though, will there be a queuing system in place? Oh, that's the, that's the million dollar question. Oh, it, it was worse than ever last time, Gordo. It yeah. was like I love going to the OTT shows Jericho once you get in the doors once you get oh, it, it was up there once you get in the doors I can't fault it at all but my god like getting into the doors like we paid extra for first entry tickets like an extra five or eight or whatever it was just so we can get in and get ideal seats time came for us to go in wasn't any movement so we were in the queue being respectful people that we are but people then just like uh, what's going on? Why are we getting in? And just congregated all around the door. 20 minutes later, everyone just barges up to the door. And another five minutes later, they're just let everybody in. It Jeez. was pure fucking well, carnage. Back to the a- days of not knowing what the fuck the queue is. Which is bad enough. But when you consider uh, COVID, you know, yeah. you know, try to organize people a little better. It was fucking carnage. I was so uncomfortable there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hopefully it's sorted out. I know there was a good bit of complaints about the last time, so hopefully they've... Uh, yeah, like Bell to Bell, then, you're fucking fantastic show. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm expecting the same tomorrow, again, with uh, Big Demo's independent wrestling return. He's hell of fun. Thatcher as well, isn't he? Which is going to be all yeah. poor, poor Terry's chest. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's yeah. never recovered from the Jonah Rock match. 
No. <laughs> fucking hell. Jonah Rock chopped him up something fierce. Has had a fucking NXT run. His back as a free agent. And Terry's chest is still fucked. He's like, and all he could think about in all those years was, I can't wait to fuck up Terry Thatcher again. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'll also say, though, Terry Thatcher, love watching him. Looking for, he's one of the few people, well, I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. everyone, but he's one of the people who, anytime he's on a card, I'm like, cool, I know I'm going to get a fucking good match there. So, absolutely. Um, yeah, really looking forward to that. Um, yeah, that was episode 200 and something. And we will. I think it's 20, maybe 20 or 21. Who knows? In this mixed up, crazy world, I never introduced the show at the start because we were too busy to start talking about Harry Maguire. Uh, Fitz, enjoy your 5-0 win tomorrow. (laughs) Lol. Fitz, if you can't score against us, Nuno has to be sacked. Simple as. I'm hoping that's the case. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Fuck, Waterford United lost tonight, lads. Aww. Oh. Uh, to just build, they're building up the suspense for when I go to the last game of the season. For those watching live, we'll be on Twitch at 11 o'clock. What do you think? Well, no, sorry, I think we're going to be ordering food, but I can probably have uh, the last one while we're on the stream anyway. So. I will say, for, if you're watching live, we'll be on oh, quarter past 11 maybe, so an hour and a half's time we'll be on. If, that's, if that sparkles with the rest of the group. Sounds like plan to be, dude. Sparkle, sparkle. All right. Sparkle. Hey, Steve, sparkle. what's that noise? So what was that again in my I cut across you? Uh, what, what's that noise? Mm. <gasps> uh oh, Tiger's whistle. You know what that means? Tiger's whistle's blowing, means we must be going. No more Russell crowing for you. But now don't you start to whine. I'll see you again next time, because there's plenty of more of fighting left to do. Making movies, making songs, and fight around the world. See you next time, everybody. <laughs>